Hi, this is Larry Hama, and you're listening to Star Joe's Podcast. From days of long ago, from uncharted regions of the universe, comes a legend. Podcast episode 82. We share blood, we share everything. I'm your host, Ryan. And I'm Chuck. And welcome back, everyone. Um, I'm, I'm a little concerned with the title here. <laughs> Sharing is caring. Right, I don't want to share everything. Well, we have I don't to. even want to share blood with you. We have to. No, no, we really don't. Sharing is caring. Okay, I understand that part of it. I teach my children that. To share blood? Sharing is caring. Oh, okay. I was afraid yeah, you were yeah, sharing yeah. blood. Like, I share everything. Well, like, you know, hey. I don't know what kind of satanic household you're running, but... When in Rome, you know. No, we're going back to... <laughs> going back to Billy and the Schritz, or is that where we're going? No, wow. <laughs> um, yeah, can't, we can't t- bury that and leave it alone, huh? You no. <laughs> we have a few takers for you, by the way. Wow. There were some people that wanted to go to the Schritz with you. Everybody does. Uh, Why I would you not? Was it Straight Edge He-Man? He said he wanted to, to go, but only if you were... If he was going with you. Hell yeah. That scares me. <laughs> nah, he just wants to hang out and have a good time. Okay. <laughs> he knows I can show him a good time. Oh, yeah. With a bunch of naked men and... Hey, furry loincloth, it's all around. No, Whatever. I'm good. He can go have a good time with you because I'm not going. I will take Rock. I will take Keith. <coughs> Daryl, you know you want to go. No, Daryl does not want to go. <laughs> Daryl, in fact, texted Daryl was texting me saying, and saying, what is wrong with hey, you? Hey, man, where can I go to this No. <laughs> Daryl was texting you going, what the hell is wrong with you? And where can I go and he to wanted, find one of these places? He, and, funny thing and, is, and I was like, Daryl, you're in New York. They're all over. The funny thing is he was there that night 
that you told this story. Uh, he was, but he wasn't. He wasn't there with us when you. No, he wasn't in the same room, and I, I think, think he's grateful. <laughs> he might have been. Uh, yeah, he was out of it, nipping at the hooch there a little. Right. <laughs> so anyway, so uh, so it's been a while since we got together, other than at work. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> so, been a long. So what's been new? What's been going on? I, I had a couple things here. I, you know, I, I took a new position at work, so I'm in education classes for. You're the gonna next, be doing like, the five. Position, position I do. Yeah. So. Which is, you know, bootlicker. So, <laughs> so I'll be in education classes for the next, like, five weeks or so. It pays so, well, okay? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so if I'm not on the forums as much as I have been, I'm not ignoring people, I just... He's ignoring you. They're watching me. <laughs> he, he just started two weeks ago, so before that, he was ignoring you. Right. Um, I, I pre-ordered Castle Grayskull. Yeah, you so that, crazy uh, bastard. <laughs> I know. That finally went through, and it got approved, so it's good to go, so... There's three of us on the forums, uh, Travis, Straight Achievement Sam, and myself, and we're, we are now and forever shall be known as CGC, the Castle Grayskull crew. That's fine. So. It, uh, was it Sam that got, like, four of them? He bought four of them, yeah. He's the, yeah. in charge of that group. <laughs> he's the head guy. He, he's president of the group. Yeah, me and, me and Travis, are we're minions. Right. He's the head guy. Right. Uh, we Halloween passed, took my kids trick-or-treating, got a shit ton of candy. Yeah, we had quite a few kids show up at the house. Not as, well... The Hurricane Sandy happened. Yeah. It, it came through here. We didn't get the hurricane, but we got the high winds, and we got a lot of rain, so my Halloween was postponed to Sunday. Ours ours was, too, in our yeah. neighborhood, and we should probably take a little uh, moment of silence for the people that were affected by Hurricane Sandy, and people are still without power, yeah. still without electricity, so just a little moment of silence for those people. And uh, speaking of which, someone that could actually use some help is, uh, we haven't had him on the show, but we know of him and, and have met him at cons, J.K. Woodward. Yeah, our, our good friend J.K. Woodward, artist extraordinaire. Yeah, he lost everything. Yeah, total. And the comic community has been coming out, supporting him, helping him out as best as they can um, to kind of get him back on his feet. I, I guess he's doing pretty well. He's he's taking it with a good sense of humor. Yeah, I mean, uh, what can you do? Which is the only thing you, you can what, do. What can you do? Yeah. yeah. But you can go to his, uh, you can email him, go to his blog spot or something like that, yeah, and you can buy an art, buy some prints, yeah. or you can go to commission Cadence, sketch. You can go to Cadence Comic Art, yeah, and buy some of his original art there as well. So, and he's selling the pages for the Doctor Who Star Trek crossover. Yeah. So, you know, so, I won't be buying any of that. But <laughs> <No>. <laughs> hey, if, if that's what you like, I mean, yeah. if that's what you're into, well, he, he's really he good is artist, a brilliant so. artist. I got a commission sketch from him. I know I you a, got one. Yeah, I have a commission sketch. I, in fact, I want to get another one. I would too. I'd love to get another one. The the one that I what I'm thinking about asking him to do because I saw what he did with with the one I asked him for. The one I had asked him for, he did a Star Joe's mesh of Boba Fett and Galobulus. Yeah, that was which awesome. I thought was awesome. I would love seeing what he did with the Boba Fett. Yeah. I want to get a full Boba Fett and Bosk from him. Ooh, cool! Like a nice little two two character thing. Yeah, there. yeah. I think he would do a phenomenal job. He so. would do great on Starsky and Hutch. He would do great on anything. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he is an amazing artist. So very, very talented man. So uh, and I did hear um, the people on uh, was it Star Wars Action News, mm-hmm. um, Marty, Arnie and Marjorie. I'm sorry, they were. Uh, Letting people know about him too in the community and yeah. stuff like that. So I, I've heard it on other podcasts. Yeah. We're not just picking on him because we know him or singling him out. A lot of people were affected, but yeah. it's just but one it's of the people we that know. we know in our so, little yeah. circle of friends. Help so out. right, definitely, definitely. Um, uh, but yeah, we only ended up having like, and I know this might sound like a lot to some people, but we had about like seventy, seventy-five kids come to the door. But we normally get like. 100, 125, something yeah, like that. Yeah, we, we went so. out, and honestly, uh, we walked a couple of streets with our kids. Yeah. It was kind of cold, so we didn't go too far. 
and people were giving us handfuls of candy yeah. to each kid because they're like, nobody's coming around right. because of the day change, right. and it was a colder night that night. Yep. They're like, just take this candy. We don't even want it. Yep. So I was bringing candy to work and sharing it with I was actually, fast. I was actually without power just overnight. Yeah, just overnight that one which night. Which was fine. Yeah. Which, Again, yeah. people had far worse than that. Oh, yeah. So please. Yeah, not, we got off really not easy. looking for sympathy. Us in Ohio, we got off really easy. But, yeah, uh, but yeah that was it was pretty weird, freaky time, so... Um, oh, I got so my uh, number one hardcover GI Joe. Yes, Jeez, I that did came too. in the mail. That was very cool. Yeah, very sexy. It's awesome. Looking. I love that thing. So, uh, so yeah, I, I'm looking forward to the rest of that line coming up. Yeah, me too. Me too. Me too. That series. Oh, a little story. I, I went to uh, one of those uh, buyback places, the record exchange place. Yeah. And I picked up. Um, I put it on Facebook. I picked up a Filmation Ghostbuster figure. Oh yeah, you were talking about that. I bought that thing carded. the The hang tab was broken on it, but I got it carded for two dollars and fifty cents. Yeah, and I didn't even want it, but I'm like two fifty. I can't <laughs> pass that up. I know it's worth something more Show, than two fifty. Shows what Chuck will take for a good price. <laughs> <laughs> right, keep that in the back of your mind for later. Uh, so I took it to this um, like older toy store in yeah. Cleveland, Coventry, called uh, Big Fun. And I was able to trade it with the owner there because they buy you know loose and carded right. figures, vintage figures, for a twenty dollars store credit. So, so I turned that two fifty into twenty dollars store credit, and with that twenty dollars store credit plus a little bit of money on my own, I was able to buy a vintage Luke Skywalker figure uh, carded. Nice. So I mean the bubble's not too great on it. It's kind of yeah. coming out, but the, the it's figure a, itself. the figure itself is great. It's a really really good figure. Hardly any you know yeah. aging on it or yellowing on the figure. Uh, it's got the lightsaber still in its hand. It's right. got the little plastic tip on the lightsaber, which a lot of those got broken off. Right. Kids chewed on them yeah. and whatnot. So, I might be putting together a vintage uh, original twelve wow. figures wow. Star Wars. Going back, going back I'm, to the glory days. I'm going back in the glory days. Yeah. yeah. And- plug here big fun uh you know 80s toys you know all your favorites you know gi joe transformers yeah. gobot star wars smurf mask anything you could think of they got it you know and just to kind of give you guys a, a preview probably sometime in 2013 we're probably going to do a whole episode of collecting vintage versus collecting what's coming out now because that's a good idea that's another thing that <clears throat> chuck and i kind of differ about especially now you're getting a lot more into the vintage old a stuff lot more yeah and i'm someone that tends to look more at what's out now with just look, liking to look back at the old stuff, but not needing to, or wanting to get the old stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, well, a lot of it's nostalgia. But I think that'll thing. I think that'll be a good discussion, especially because we're coming from two different viewpoints on sure, it. Sure, so. sure, yeah. Um, uh, the only other thing I saw recently was uh, for all you uh, masterpiece Transformers collectors out there, our Toys R Us had the masterpiece Optimus Prime in the box. Yeah, it's like one twenty. Yeah, but they have 
uh, the stock on the shelf, but above the stock on the shelf is those, uh, I don't know, shelving units, I guess, right. whatever, but yeah. overstock is what yeah. it's called. Yeah. They had three big, huge boxes of those things that are full of Optimus Primes. Yeah. So he's not in short supply at all. At least around us. Around us. No, he's, yeah. he's readily available. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm thinking with us having three boxes full of them plus shelf stock, he might be clearance a little cheaper than 120. I hope so. If that's the case, I might be buying one of yeah, those. I'm not getting know. one at 120. <laughs> it is kind of pricey at 120, but you're 120. It's it's probably you're you could value it and say you're getting your money. Oh, worth. you're getting your money's worth, and it's going to be worth more later. Yeah, I mean it's, it's much like the sideshows and everything else. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. The, and uh, also Toys R Us, what I saw that they had was the uh, the big Millennium Falcon. Yeah, uh, 250. Which is steep. That's a big. Yeah. That's a big pill to swallow. Two fifty. That's also a bigger pill than what it was when it first came out. That's what I was saying too. The only difference is that box is just a vintage style box. Yeah, it's the same. I'm not paying that, money I'm not for that either. box. <laughs> I'm not either. It was like a hundred dollars more, right? You know, give or take wherever you bought it at. It's the same toy. The same figures come with it, but right. it's just that vintage box. So, yeah. if you want it, you need it. You're a vintage you're collector. A you're a completist. By all means, it's More out. Go ahead and get it at two fifty. Yep. This guy is going to wait till it goes on <laughs> sale, and I'm pointing the thumbs at me. I'm going to wait till it goes on sale, but I, I definitely want it. I'm not going to pass up on it. So uh, a lot of yeah. people are telling me to definitely get it because it's well worth it, yeah. and I, I really plan on getting it. I really, really want it, but yeah. I'm not at that price. No, I just, not at that price. I, don't I can go to a, a toy show or you know Amazon or eBay yeah. and probably find one cheaper. But eBay, you're going to pay the shipping and shit like right. that. But, but well, you never know. Might um, snipe a good deal. You never. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Well, what about you? What's up with you? For me, uh, well, number one, I wanted to apologize because we never got to do the Castlevania episode. Yeah, that got scrapped. Not scrapped. Let's, got blame, post- let's, let's blame Quinn. It got postponed. Let's blame Quinn. <laughs> no, I'm not blaming Quinn. It's all your fault, Quinn. It's not Quinn's fault. It's partially my fault and partially due to we had the opportunity to do the interview yeah. with John Barber and oh, he Andrew got Griffith. No, it's we we might we have to do it. We have no, we're going to do it um, next Halloween. I swear to God, I no, promise. I no, swear no, to no. God, we might do it before then. But August. The, the, no, what had happened was 2014. We had the opportunity. Andrew Griffith had reached yeah, out to me yeah. and said, "Hey, this might be an opportunity time to get both of us on." Yeah, um, and it was just too good to pass up. Yeah, absolutely. And John, unfortunately, we only had about a half hour with him. Yeah, and I'd like to get more time to talk to that guy. We're definitely going to have him on again. Unfortunately, I was starting to not feel so well that night. That was the night you I were was, coming down. I was yeah. just starting to kind of feel a little waning going on. Yeah. And I apologized to Andrew because I said to him, I was like, I know we only talked to you for like another half hour. After everything was over and I started feeling better again, I thought of like 50 more questions I could have asked him. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, but so, that was the last day you felt good because you, you were pretty I out was of commission for not three or four days. Yeah. I was out of commission for about six days. Yeah, it was it was a while. I was out of work for five days. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, Saturday and Sunday. He had mono. <laughs> Saturday and Sunday. Don't mono. Count, but um, broke back mountain. I was yeah, I was in bad shape. That's also why nothing else came out because we couldn't get together because I wasn't feeling well and I was coughing yeah. my head off oh, and yeah, everything yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. But I'm feeling great now. Uh, the only other thing that happened recently is I received my fifth black uh, fifth lion for Voltron. Oh, okay, cool. Um, the black lion. So I was able to put that. Huge monstrosity together, and he's awesome. Okay. Few things I don't really, uh, little nitpick things that I didn't care for, but we'll cover that because uh, we'll when we do a Voltron episode next year, uh, and whenever I will we'll do a review of the of the big Voltron, the Mandy Collector Voltron at that time, and we'll really pick it apart <laughs> and everything else. Yeah. So that was awesome. I did set up a few more things in the room here. 
Uh, yeah, I have, yeah, I see some more. Uh, I have my sides going up here. Yeah, I have my sideshows all up now. So yeah, I have yeah. my Flint, Zartan, uh, Shadow Trooper, and Yoda all set up. Oh yeah, and I've got a Lego Jabba the Hutt playset uh, set up. Finally, put that whole thing together. It was like seven hundred some pieces. Yeah, you're our Lego guy now. Our Lego correspondent. No, man. no, you have more Lego sets than I do. True, that's all. Which is one. I, I got two other small you got ones. A couple other ones. I got yeah. a couple other small ones. <laughs> small, yeah, okay, yeah, like well, well, yeah, under twenty bucks. Uh, Legos are small to begin with, but right. when you build them all together. <laughs> well, one other thing I forgot to mention yeah. really quickly. Um, we had one of our listeners, our fans of the show, another podcaster, Victor from ETM exploring the multiverse, yeah. the defunct podcast that's no longer in yes. existence. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> he reached out and he, he uh, texted both of us and he, he was at Five Below, mm-hmm. which is a, a department chain of retail stores, and nothing above $5, right. Five Below. And they had carded Star Wars figures from the yeah. vintage collection in a wheelbarrow, unpunched cards yeah. for five bucks. Yeah. So I went the next day after work and I you know bought five of them. So yeah. I took Good advantage deal. of the... Good deal. Sales that they were running. So also, thanks, Victor, for you know letting me know about that. I appreciate it. Speaking of podcasters, I uh, wanted to mention this because it's it's the last time for sponsorship of this. Just wanted to say that this episode is sponsored uh, once again by the Punisher Body Count podcast. They paid for some episodes and we still owed them one, so wanted to make sure to uh, mention their podcast here. I'm still listening to them. They're, oh yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. They're still awesome. I pick and choose certain episodes just because I am limited with time for my podcast, but they are one of the ones I listen to here and there. Definitely check them out. Again, if you have any interest in The Punisher at all and you like hearing just two guys bullshitting, which is pr- like just like we do, yeah, uh, then they are well worth listening to. Again, it's Punisher Body Count. Just do a Google search and you'll find them. Yeah. They're, they use Podbean as well, so if I remember right. so Yeah. Um, Speaking of other podcasts, yes, I was I have, in a transition. Uh, I've officially joined uh, Guys with Toys podcast, which was Roger, who was Toy Goon, who was on Toy our seventy fifth yeah. episode. Yes, so they they reached out to me and asked me if I'd like to be on an episode. It was Roger the Toy Goon and Dave Schmave, the other co host, and I was like, I'm happy to come on an episode and talk toys with you guys. I, I'd actually like it. It's great, you know. I, I do collect toys, I and get, I didn't get an invite. Well, you know, I'm cool and you're not. So. <laughs> Wow. I'm social, you're anti. I am not anti-social. <laughs> anyway, the, don't bring so me anyways, down. Don't bring anyways, me down. anyways. Don't bring me down. Um, don't bring me down. <laughs> don't bring me down. Wow. <laughs> Maybe you should the people that actually sing that song sing it. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's not bad. <laughs> that was horrible. It was horrible. It's not bad. So anyways, the, the Anyway, podcast. the podcast. So it's, uh, you could look at it and Google it, uh, Guys With Toys Podcast. Yep. Make sure you put Guys With Toys Podcast or you'll get porn. It, it's a long episode, by the way. Uh, it's over three hours of goodness, just talking about G.I. Joe and it, other nonsense. It's it's very good. Uh, I, li- I haven't listened to all of it yet, yeah, because it's th- long. They did three episodes before I came on, which are good. I listened to yeah. them. And, um, and just like always... I'm on episode four. Just like always that happens here, it became a long episode because Chuck derailed the episode several times into other topics. <laughs> I tend to do that. Yes. <laughs> yes. But I joined him on episode four, and I'll be right. joining him for the near seeable future. That's a really good group of guys, yeah. and Again, just Dave Schmave and uh, Roger the Toy Goon. And just so no one's worried here, this is not taking away from Star Joe's at no, all. No, Chuck's not going to all of a sudden disappear. We're not replacing him. He's not jumping ship. 
this podcast comes first. If I don't get paid, I'm out. <laughs> Chuck, Chuck talked to me about it. You know, wanted to make sure everything was cool, which obviously I have no problem with it whatsoever. A lot of people, like we talked about, a lot of people do other podcasts. They yeah, do I mean, podcasts. Most of our friends do. Other, Roger was even concerned because yeah. he even said it to you. He's like, "Is Ryan gonna be pissed about this?" Yeah, it's Rogers like, are he's our Yoko now. Right. <laughs> so, uh, so Star Joe's will always come first, and, yeah, yeah. and uh, Chuck's not going anywhere. No, 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 I can't get rid of. Uh, the only thing he's I, like, he's like herpes. I can't get rid of him. Yeah, you, you, you wipe me out with a cream. I'm back the next one. <laughs> um, just check it out. Uh, let me know what you think about it. Good, bad, or indifferent. You know, feedback's always welcome. Yep, I'll cry if it's bad. No, just good, bad, or indifferent. Let us know. Um, he he was crying earlier because I gave a lot of bad feedback yeah. to him. Well, just it a, was mostly the chat. Uh, yeah, just to preference it. The the two guys, Dave and uh, Roger, they're in Canada, yep. uh, Victoria, Canada, British Columbia. Which I'm is, in the states, which was really cool to hear their perspective on some of the Joe toys they got that we never saw. We, yeah, yeah. Like there was a black Mobat. Yeah, that I heard you talk about. Yeah, I different. Never I never even heard, heard about. That, yeah. What I was thinking about is from they're from Canada. I'm from America. It's like the Can Am Connection. Remember that wrestling wow. group, the, the yeah. tag team, the Can Am Connection. Wow. Rick Martell and yeah. Tom Zink. You know, pull that one out. The huh? Can Am Connection. Wow. Yeah, okay. love it. GuysofToysPodcast.com. Check it out. <laughs> so, all right. So we want That's to get Check it out. And the Punisher Body Count. Punisher Body Count. Check that out too, please. Just to let you know, we will have a new sponsor next episode. Well, probably not next episode, probably the episode after that. Because our good buddy Chewy ah. made a huge donation towards Toys for Tots. Yes. He doesn't know this, but because of how huge that donation was, we're going to definitely... <laughs> We, we bought new stuff. <laughs> no, 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 no. We bought beer. <laughs> no, no. Because of that, we I we talked about this. We're actually going to uh, have him be what he has. He has a blog. Yes. His blog will be the sponsoring our show for several And episodes. if you want to check it out, I think it's called uh, kickthecan.org. Yes. It's uh, help people quit um, smoking and smokeless tobacco. Right. It's a very worthwhile cause, very serious cause. Uh, kick the can. He also, has, he also has 406 Lane, I believe it is, which is his blog where he just talks about whatever's on his mind yeah. at the time. So, Again, so kick we'll, the can. Yeah. Kick the can. Yes. So we're going to, he'll be our sponsor for a while. I'm not going to say how much he donated, but it, it was very generous. Very, very generous. We, amount, yeah. We've already. We sur- have other people who have donated yes. too, so thank you very much if you have donated or will donate. Thank you very much for that. And we've already surpassed what we did last year. We did. We did. So. And again, it all goes for Toys for Tots. All 100% of it does go Toys for Tots. Right. So up until November 30th, including that day. Well, it'll be midnight, so technically it's yeah. December 1st. Right. So. Uh, any donations you make at the website will go towards Toys for Tots. We will go out and buy toys, and we will donate them. I know where I'm going. I'm going to Five Below and get some sure. of those $5 Star Wars sure. figures for those guys. Sure. Um, and then what we will do is, we will, uh, like we've done every year, we will take pictures of what we purchased. And post it on and the website. And post it on yeah. Facebook, so this way you guys can see that we did actually buy stuff, and yeah. we donated it, and oh, yeah. whatnot. So, um, so thank you everyone that's donated so far. We also got some good stories from people that donate on their own. Yeah. Di- different organizations. Yeah, I got that right so, here if you want to get into this. Yeah, let's stuff. go ahead and get into the uh, listener feedback by going into the Jedi Holocron. Jedi Holocron. Alright, so uh, you actually, I was super impressed. You actually did work this time. You actually yeah. paid attention to the emails yeah, yeah, and the listener feedback. Uh-huh, uh-huh, I, I was I was ecstatic. Yeah. Because I asked you today, I was like, did you actually do the work? And you were like, yeah. I was like, 
Thank God, because I was afraid we, yeah, oh, we yeah. were going to have to like do an impromptu looking up the information. No, I did it all. Nice. Did it. Got the Gmail account. Got the the, the listener feedback from the episodes. The uh, I got the voicemail. Got the forums. I'm all over it. Well, I did the voicemails. I got it. <laughs> I told you about it. I'm all over it. So anyways, uh, so, so what do you got? I didn't bring the notebook. <laughs> so <laughs> Damn it. He, he actually did it, but... No, no, no. Uh, first, from our Gmail account, and you can reach us at uh, www.starjoes... Well, no, that's the website. What's the Gmail? The Gmail's just starjoespodcast at gmail.com. Oh, that's what There's I'm no www. It, it's, it's implied. <laughs> it's not even implied. It's, it, everybody knows it. There it's is implied. no www when you're dealing with emails. <laughs> This is why I don't do this. It's Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Edit that out. There you go. I'm not editing that out. <laughs> All right. Our first email comes from Jason. He gives his last name. I'll leave it off to protect the innocent. Sure. And uh, we'll go into it. Go ahead. I mean, I'm trying to do let's my see, serious reader let's, voice. Let's see if you can read. All right. Say, Star Joe's, what happened to your listener mail section? Here I am giving you guys podcast gold and you don't even use it. You're throwing away a fortune, I guess. This is what happens when Chuck takes over. Jason, you dick. (laughs) (laughs) He wrote, Jason, you dick? (laughs) He did. He calls himself a dick. I don't believe it. You were right, Ryan. You're always right. That's so fucked up right there. (laughs) I'm going to start CCing myself on all the emails I send you guys, and then I'll start my own podcast called the the Joe Stars. Excuse me. And uh, just read the emails I send you guys. I'll lose a bunch of weight and complain about travel plans that other people make. Do we do that? Does that sound like us? I, I talked about losing weight and, and about, yeah, the travel plans that yeah, you, you yeah, bitched yeah. about the yeah. whole time. Yeah. Well, he says, good luck on the competition, suckers. <laughs> Seriously, though, you guys are doing a great job. Sign my RHP. All the best, Jason. Nice. Yeah, hey, whip it out. <laughs> what? <laughs> you go right ahead. I'm not going into man's pants for it. You know, hey, whatever. I think you would. <laughs> you responded back because this I was did. a conversation. I've got your response. Right. Like uh, I defended you. He did. I, I like that part about that. I didn't have to hit you. Was, uh, actually, Jason, the the, uh, the episode was recorded the same day as episode 79, which he's talking about episode 80. So yeah. there wasn't any other uh, mail or voicemail or email for the for the episode. Uh, we'll be getting back to listener feedback on episode 83. Is this 83? No, probably not. Well, it, whenever. <laughs> we, we had plans. Uh, we'll see what happens uh, if Chuck does the work on that episode or if he remembers. And you did. And I did. So fuck both of you. <laughs> He replies back. Then he said. <laughs> then he said. Ryan, you and I both know Chuck won't remember. All the best, Jason. Jason, <laughs> fuck. I remembered. We'll see how long. That's the one email. No, we'll no, no. We'll see how long that lasts. No, fuck that. This is the email that made me go, I got to write this shit down. <laughs> no, this is fucked up. You got to prove something. I got to. I'm being called to the carpet right here. I got to right. come defend myself. Right. Okay. <sighs> All right. So what else you got? Well, we got a comment from... I'll go ahead with a. Uh, I think we got one more email here. I'll go ahead and okay. read it. Sure. It's from. Uh, it's from Cass K A S S. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he gives his real name, but we'll just, we'll just go with Cass K A S S. Hello, guys. Hi, Cass. Hey. Hey, how's it going? What's new? <laughs> I don't know. What would you got? He goes. I was waiting to get your opinion on the Bumblebee leading the Autobots in a new uh, Robots in the Skies book. I picked it up and read up. Uh, it was right up my alley. Uh, but I don't think I'm sold on Bumblebee being a new Autobot leader. I don't think bringing back Optimus Prime is the answer either, but what do you guys think? You want to go first or you want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. I, I read. All right. I I personally always felt like Bumblebee made a great scout. 
I don't really see him as a leader. I know they've made him a leader. It kind of has worked a little bit, but he was kind of forced into forced the Forced into it, yeah. I, I, I agree with that. Um, I think we're going to see a, chain, uh, a switch up or a change up. I think Starscream's kind of forcing the hand of an election happening and maybe making Metal Hawk. The leader, yeah. and then he could become Starscream's puppet. Yeah, I, I, there's a there's a there's a coup there. So yeah, yeah. Um, I will be happy when Bumblebee goes back to being the scout yeah. type of character. Yeah, so. I, I'm just pulling for Power Glide. <laughs> wow, no, no. it's always better to me when the Transformers are led by Optimus Prime. Sure, the Decepticons are led by Megatron, right. and everything's all G1 hunky dory. It's always better to me that way. Right, but I understand when. They want to Sometimes they, they can't be the leader. You got to yeah. tell a story, and you got to tell your own story the way you want to tell it. Right. So if Bumblebee's a leader now, he, that's what he, he's the leader. It does, It'll always go back. Everything always yeah. cycles. It'll it always go back. It does become mundane Prime. if you stick with Prime all the time. Yeah. I mean, how many and, Prime leader stories can you tell? Right. So. All right. Second part of his email here. He's uh, also uh, working. Also working. Uh, having here uh, the, uh, for Toys for Tots drive this month. I uh, picked up the new Donatello TMNT figure and a uh, My Little Pet Shop figure. Hope you guys are inspire more people to actually give this year. I also like to donate to uh, Child's Play Charity around Christmas. They give toys and games and DVDs to sick children in hospitals. Great cause. Very cool. Yeah. A link to various wish lists for children's hospitals on Amazon is easy to find and to donate there as well. Very cool. I just can't wait for your guys' new podcast, new episode. I hope you have a lot to say about Star Wars Episode Seven in 2015. I'm camping the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> I know I can't wait. All the best, your buddy Cass. Well, and we're going to cover the Star Wars stuff in a Laser Week report. Yeah, so I don't. I don't want to get too in depth hey, right now. Let's let's be honest here. What, what am I? 37, 38 years old right now. <laughs> In 2015, I'll be, what, fucking 40? <laughs> At that point in my life, am I Shit. too old to camp out? Well, I'm not going to camp out. I'm not going to camp out. I don't think I'll camp out either. But I'll go to a midnight showing. Well, yeah, I'll go to a midnight showing, but... Not according to your other podcast, you wouldn't. I know, I'm kind of... I'm like, if I see it the next day, I see it the next day. Eh, kind of old. <laughs> you would be old Jewish guy now. <laughs> hey, hey! I don't know. Try the deal. Tip you waitresses. (laughs) All right, so what else you got? Well, we got a couple of uh, listener comments here from the episodes. All right, episode 80. Got a big, giant, long-ass comment here. I don't even (laughs) want to read it. No, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Alias Angel Alias. Mm -hmm. So, this epic saga reads as follows. Fantastic episode. That's all I said? No. (laughs) That's all I need. Okay. Uh, about figure collecting, Chuck, not sure if you remember uh, my collection video, but I do. I collect G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Metal Gear, Figma, Gundam, Marvel Universe, and many other anime-related items. If you ask me to pick just one, uh, it'll be a tie between Star Wars and Transformers. Kind of skirted the issue on yeah. the one. <laughs> but I get where he's going. It's, it's really hard to, to choose. You sure. Know. We know. <laughs> I know, right? Our whole show's about <laughs> not picking one. It's about picking them all. <laughs> the reason is uh, Transformers always has something new to look forward to, and Star Wars has always been uh, you know, very weak in this aspect year to year, and he thinks it'll be weak again next year. Uh, fighter Pods and Star Wars Angry Birds, he's, come on. He goes, uh, collectors don't want this stuff. Uh, he goes, am I right? Laugh out loud. Just to let I you know. I like Star Wars Angry Birds. <laughs> I like the game. Yes. I bought the game for my iPad. Yeah, I did too. Awesome game. My five year old played it every night. <laughs> I beat all the levels. I'm waiting for the Hoth update to come update. through. Now I don't have three stars on all the episodes, mm-hmm. but I've gotten through all the episodes. Okay, I haven't done that yet. I only play a few each night. I've gotten through all of it. Okay, but I just don't have three stars. 
<laughs> thank you, thank you. Now, my five-year-old... Congratulations, he, you win nothing. <laughs> I know, right? I am the first. <laughs> Tell your friends. My five-year-old likes the Angry Bird toys. Okay. Because I bought him that Angry Bird uh, right. early bird gift set, which right. came with uh, Chewbacca, R2-D2 egg, Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, right. and the, the little slingshot deal. Yeah. So it, you put two pillars up, you put two of the bad guys on the pillars, which we don't have yet, we just put right. Chewbacca up there and whatever, and you flick him back and launch him like the right. the game, yeah. and they knock over the pillar, knock the other guy down. So surprise, surprise, the toy that's <laughs> designed for a kid... Is liked by a kid. Is liked by a kid. <laughs> I, myself, as a collector, I don't give a shit. <laughs> but... <laughs> but it's not made for us. It's made for a kid. That's what I want to tell him, that... Um, it's not made for us, buddy. <laughs> They're made for the kids. The other thing, too, is he's like, hey, Chuck, do you, you remember the my video thing? I'm the one that told you about his video. But it's a great video. I saw it. <laughs> right. And the, the same thing with the, the fighter pods. Yeah. I mean, they're not for us. No. They're for kids. No. I mean, some collectors who collect everything, sure, they're going to get them. I mean, you know. Because <laughs> yeah, they have to. They, they're, they yeah, got that monkey on their back. They got that completest monkey on their back that ain't going to go away, but... They're for kids. They're like yeah. Squinkies. You know, yeah. if you're familiar with Squinkies, Star Wars, little... No. N- I mean, I know what you're talking little about. Little nubbits, you know, yeah. whatever. You know, nibbits. Yeah. That's fine. Not for me. All right. Which that, you know, rant there, that <laughs> that led him to his question uh, that he has for both of us. Uh, okay. Would you guys buy the Jabba Sail Barge if Hasbro released it? It would be as big as the Big Millennium Falcon, which is being re-released again this fall at Toys R Us. And the only difference is the vintage-style box, he, he says. Also, he gave us a link here. There's a petition. If you would like to sign the petition, the link is below. It's www.jeditemplearchives.com. And you click that, and you can sign the petition for Hasbro to produce a release Jabba's sail barge. Okay. And again, that's www.jeditemplearchives.com. What do you think about Jabba's sail barge? Here's the thing. If it was more of a playset than a vehicle... I might I, be interested. If it's the size of the big Millennium Falcon or bigger, you probably would be able to put Jabba the Hutt in it. Right. Because it, it would make have it to be a, that big. Which would make it a playset. Right. I personally would rather see a Jabba's Palace playset come out than the Sail Barge come out. Okay. So, to me, that's more appealing because you can really do something with that. Like, really set up a nice scene and everything else. Sure, sure. Whereas You're sail more of the dial guy. Yeah, where Sail Barge, I'm like, I think for kids it'd be kind of cool. But again, it depends on like how playable they make it. Like, yeah, because I mean, you make just a big sail barge. It's like, all right, that's fine. But you put like some guns on it. You put the like drawbridge coming off of it, you know, or not drawbridge, but the plank. Yeah, walk I, the plank. Yeah, yeah like yeah, well, I realize the skiff has the, skiff the plank. Had the plank yeah, but yeah. you could still put skiff. it on the sail barge. Yeah. You know, if, if you have the where you sides could, open the, the sides open it up. Yeah, yeah. You, if you did a lot of stuff with it, it'd probably be pretty cool. Maybe an exclusive figure or two come with it. Yeah. or something. Yeah, other than salacious crumb. Right. <laughs> But, uh, I mean, it depends on what you did with it. Yeah. I I probably wouldn't be too interested in it. Yeah. Only because if it's a bigger vehicle and it's not one of the main, I consider main, stay vehicles. Right, like X-Wing. In, yeah, in Star Wars Universe. Adam Falcon. Walker, Falcon, X-Wing, right. yeah. Plus, if it's that large price point would be something right. like that, too. Yeah, most likely I wouldn't um, be buying it. I don't think I'd be buying it either. But I'm not going to begrudge other people if they want it. You know, no. I'll go sign the petition, whatever. Sure. You know, hey, I don't have a problem signing Make the Star petition. Wars toys. I don't give a shit. <laughs> right. Make <laughs> as many as you can. Right. So he goes on to, to finish up here. He goes, uh, Chuck, don't miss out on the re-release of the Millennium Falcon. It's awesome. And speaking of selling three figures to buy one more expensive figure, because I did that to obtain a Masterpiece Thundercracker. 
And then a few days later, I sold my vintage RC car and a ton of Marvel Universe action figures, which allowed me to pre-order Masterpiece Soundwave, Masterpiece Sideswipe, and Fan Project Steel Core. That, and, RC, that, and, RC, that RC car must have been worth a fortune. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> or all those Marvel Universe. And iGear uh, Hench. I mean, we talked about yeah. selling some of the smaller yeah. toys we have to get upgraded to more He either had a buttload of Marvel Universe figures or that RC car was worth a mint. Well, I mean, maybe he didn't you know, sell all of it together to come up with the, all of it, but maybe a nice maybe. chunk of a down payment sure. or something. Maybe. So, you know, whatever. All right, question time. Okay. Number two. Yes. Would you guys pick up the definitive Optimus Prime by Hasbro? He goes, he's got the Takara Japanese version, and he paid two fifty for it. But Hasbro re-releases one, and it's only a hundred bucks, which we saw for one hundred twenty. Yeah. It's the Toys R Us one. We talked about that. Yeah, because I highly recommend you do uh, because G One Optimus Prime is what we all grew up watching in the eighties. Totally worth a pickup in his opinion. All right, this is for you. Listen, Ryan. All right. If you don't have any room for those action figures, you don't know what to do. <laughs> just rotate your displays. This is good for three reasons. Reason number one. Keep your mind fresh from seeing it every day. Mm-hmm. You can see something new every yeah. couple of weeks, every month. Your figures won't suffer dust buildup. Right. That's a good reason. Sure. And your guests will be surprised to see different displays every time they come over. You just check out my collection on my desk. I just got rotated with new figures. Thanks again for an amazing show. Cheers, Alias Angel Alias. Now, just quick counterpoint of that. One is I am planning on keeping more than just what I display. So it's not like I'm displaying stuff and then everything else goes away. No, he, he, he's planning on keeping a couple things in some tubs and stuff yeah. like that. But some of the stuff where he think he'll never display... Right, that's going It away. might be gone. Right. It, it might be one figure or two by the time it's all descent and done. <laughs> no, no. There's I like, have yet to see these magical for sale figures. I got a whole bag of them downstairs. Well, then I, I will look after the pocket. <laughs> But no, it, it's I one of those, report back. it is one of those things like as I'm going through my collection, I'm going, okay, keeping this, getting rid of this. Yeah. And they're not and all the ones I'm keeping are not ones I'm necessarily displaying right now. Like you said, I might switch them out, like you talked about dust buildup and everything else. Yeah. As far as guests go, most of the guests are gonna be <laughs> He's staying. a hermit and a shut no, in. No, he no, doesn't no. have guests. No, no, not, <laughs> it has nothing to do with that. I'm the only guy who comes over here besides his mom. No, it has nothing to no. do with that. Most of the guests that would be staying in this room yeah. really don't care Don't about my display. <laughs> I'm the only I'm the only nerd that comes over here. <laughs> no. I have like my college friends that will come occasionally and they'll stay and everything. Really? Else. Yeah. When's the last time that happened? Eh, probably about ninety six? No, about maybe eight, nine months ago. Really? That so long ago? Well a lot's been going on. <laughs> so uh pulling your chain. And right. my parents are coming to visit this week yeah, it's, for it's, Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving my mom stays Thanksgiving. in this room. Yeah. She really could give two craps about the toys in there. <laughs> yeah. She probably I mean, it's a nice thought that always give, like... She let your dad stay in here. Eh, I offered them to stay in he any room no. they wanted he to. He said no. No, he probably would now. I was like, I want the toy room. Now that the toys are in here, my dad might stay in here. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, sorry, I broke this doll. I don't know if it's any important. <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, you owe me 120 <laughs> Damn it, Dad! <laughs> Zartan's head is completely off! <laughs> Just start losing your mind. My dad would replace it. <laughs> well, yeah, you kick him the fuck out. Right. All right, so, well, on the forums here, we had, yeah. uh, I don't know if we talked about it earlier or not. I wasn't really paying attention or <laughs> giving a shit at that time. I don't think we did. Gremlins or Ewoks? Oh, we covered that one. All right. So I, I, By Sandman. I, I, I was Gremlins. I believe Gremlins will win, too. Because I think last time you picked Ewoks. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think I think did. you did. I think no. you defended the Ewoks. No. Yeah, you did. No. You defended the Ewoks. You may have picked Gremlins in your mind, but you were defending the Ewoks. <laughs> I don't even remember. All right. I was thinking just the multiplication thing with the Gremlins. 
they just got to get some near some water and the Ewoks are screwed. So, what's the other question? I know we had a question. Well, yeah, this is not it. I'm like trying to read my scribble writing here. <laughs> uh, what do you guys think of the new um, the new uh, Mars Attacks uh, IDW books? Yeah. And that's from Sam's right. T-Man. Crap. I, I don't read them. I will be getting the Transformers one and the Ghostbusters <laughs> one just because I already get Transformers and Ghostbusters comics. Yeah. That's about as much interest as I have in them. I don't like Mars Attacks the movie. We, I thought it was all right. It's uh, campy. It's, yeah. You should love that movie. I, you I, love I campiness. Mean, I don't know. Do you not like aliens? Just Star Wars. You don't like... Only Star Wars aliens you seem to like. Yeah. So we'll probably cover the Transformers one on this show, but not the Ghostbusters one. I'll, I, I can always mention what how it was. Yeah. But... Those are only two I'm interested in because, again, it was one of those things like I got burnt twice already on the whole yeah. infestation thing. Not happening to me. Not happening again, especially because what's tying this one all together, again, is the Robots versus Zombies IDW yeah. book where they like to plug that as being a property along with these other properties. And it's not. And it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Feedback here from episode 81, which was our Transformers interview. Yep. And this came from www.tfw. 2005.com mm-hmm. Again, that's www.tfw2005.com Which is kind of like the Transformers equivalent to His, His Tank. Tank, yeah. yeah. The person who started the thread is called Saki, S-O-C-K-I-E. I don't know if they're I a regular listener. Don't know, or... yeah. Alright, so... Uh, Hope they are. He goes, I thought, this was wor- I thought this was worth posting. Here, the podcast site Star Joe's recently had Robots in Disguise writer John Barber and artist Andrew Griffith as guest. It's a pretty cool talk with a fair amount of behind-the-scenes info on both uh, More Than Meets the Eye and Robots in Disguise, plus teases for the future. Kind of cool that'll be doing more that they'll be doing more with Circuit in the future issues of Robots in Disguise. Yep. So that was cool. Yeah. Uh, we didn't even know this guy or know anybody. Had no uh, idea. So and uh, one of our uh, good friends and good friends of the show, good friend of the show, uh, listener Chris Campbell. Yep. Who's a big Transformer guy. And was on episode 75 also. <clears throat> yep. He got on there. Apparently he's on these boards. Yeah. And he goes, uh, a post after that, he goes, uh, was definitely a good interview. Uh, that show is a good podcast. Yeah. So, so thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris. And thanks, Saki. Thanks for both of you spreading the word and preaching the gospel. Hope, hopefully Saki is a regular listener or that he is now. He might even be somebody we know. I just That's his code name right. on that forum. Don't I don't know. Let us know. Yeah, if, hey. If you're out there. Yeah, let us know. Well, thank you very much. It was yes, very, it was very, cool. very kind of you. Thank you. And the whole thanks re- for enjoying the episode, and uh, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, the whole reason we even found it is because I have set up for our Google uh, Gmail account where anytime Star Joe's pops up, it notifies us. Well, most of the time it's like Star Joe <laughs> Smith, like they're talking about a Hollywood star. Yeah. And Star Joe Blanton, yeah, pitcher for the uh, yeah. It's usually nothing. Marlins. So when this, but I always look at it. Yeah. And when this one came up, I was like, it gives you a link to where that was mentioned. So I clicked on the link. I was like, well, that's really cool that someone did that. Yeah. So So, did I when I did my work for the show. Right. Before you. Right. Well, I didn't have to do work for the show. I know you're now me. No, I still do all the producing of the show. (laughs) That hasn't changed. (laughs) Well, that's the feedback that we have. And if you submitted feedback uh, and it hasn't been read yet, it will be read on a future episode. Sure. Thank Um, you for your feedback. We continue to read all the feedback. So thank you. We did have a few voicemails. We had some voicemails. Uh, Let's put those in the queue and play them. Yeah, we actually had uh, three voicemails from Chewy. Ah, I gotta love that kid. So uh, we'll go ahead and play the first one here. Gentlemen... It's 
chilly. It is, um, well, let's see, it's about 9 o'clock. I'm driving through a fucking hurricane. I'm just coming from having drinks from with Chuck. Chuck, sir, it was a pleasure to meet you. Ryan, I'm sorry that you were sick. You weren't feeling well. Uh, I think I'm going to the strip club. So um, I will give you a call uh, either there, that which would be fucking awesome, or on my way home. All right, gentlemen. I'll talk to you later. Have a good one. Bye. All right. Yep. Uh, hooked up with uh, Chewy and our good friend yeah. Pat at the uh, Quaker Steak and Lube, which yeah. is a, they invite, a wing place. Yeah, yeah, they invited us both both out there. Unfortunately, that's when I came down with malaria. Yeah. <laughs> that's when you got the uh, the mono. Right. So I was <laughs> I, and it was funny because you were still trying to convince me that day. Like, well, you you told me like Friday, like, hey, I don't think I'll be able to go out Monday. I'm not feeling great. I'm like. Dude, by Monday you might feel a whole lot better. Yeah, you I was, know. but the thing was, I was dead to the world, and I knew I was going to be feeling better by Monday. <laughs> and I was still out of. I was like, well, you know, if you change your mind, if you feel better, you know, we'll be there. Yeah. You know, come and join us. Yeah. And I was still out of work on Monday, and uh, yeah, it, it just wasn't happening. So yeah, but I, but I was glad you were able to still go because because you started sounding a little bit like, well, maybe I won't go. And I was like, no, dude, you should still go. I'm like, like yeah, dude, I'm going. Yeah, so it's beer and wings. I'm um, so try I, to stop me. So I'm sorry that I missed out because uh, it. I have gone out with them before, and it's always a good time. So he he tried to go to the strip club. I think it'd be awesome one time if he called us from the strip club. I think it'd be awesome if we went to the strip club with him. No, I'm not going there. But anyways. Aside from yourself, no, I just it, it strip clubs don't appeal to me at all. It, I don't need a tease. I got that at home. <laughs> That's what I told my wife. I was like, "Why do I want to go to a strip club? I, I don't get sex from you." <laughs> no, um, I, I, yeah, strip clubs. Are, strip clubs have never appealed to me. It's just, it's just like I don't really. You get nothing out of it yeah. other than a light wallet, <laughs> right? That and and you walk out like going, okay, now you have I have to go home and like either take a cold shower or take care of this. <laughs> yeah, hey, I might rub one out in the parking lot. <laughs> hey, I got an idea. Why don't you take your top off, show your titties to me, and that's it. Have Here, a good time. Here's what I want. Here's what I want you to do though. Next time, if he's at the strip strip club and there's a whether it's a waitress or one of the strippers or whatever, because the waitresses end up being strippers at some point. I think they're um, the they're the waitresses when they're on their period. Right. They. I want I want him to get one of them to say something like that they love Star Wars or some something record something geeky. Oh, you know what they should do? Like, Hi, my name's Destiny, and you're listening to Star Joe's podcast. That'd be great. Or like awesome. Or Chewy asking Chewy, them, that's or, your mission, or buddy. Chewy asking them who's their favorite Star Wars character or something like that. Yeah. Like, something totally. Yeah. That'd be great. So can you say uh, that you like Star Wars and listen to it? Hi, my name's Destiny, and I have double Ds, and I love Star Wars and Star Joe's podcast. That would be great. Give him a script. Hand him a piece of paper. And you say, write out what you want him to hear. Yeah. Right. Maybe even say it to him a couple times, because we know. Or, or again, if you just ask them who's their favorite G.I. Joe character or who's your favorite Star Wars character, <laughs> just even if they go, I don't, I don't even know. Like, Just say the Ewoks, baby. Say the Ewoks. I think it'd be funny. I just think it'd be Ewoks. hilarious. So. Of course it is. Now get up there and shake right. your ass. So, so he didn't make it to the strip club. Aww. So here, here's his next voicemail. Gentlemen, it's Chewy. It's about uh, 20 minutes after the last time I called you, I went to the fucking strip club. No power. None. No power. Strip club, no music, no strippers, no beer, nothing. Fuck. So, uh, unfortunately, I'm going to have to call you the next time I get hammered and go to the strip club and uh, hang out with Chuck. Hopefully that's sooner rather than later. But um, 
I will, uh, I'll talk to you later. Stay safe, gentlemen. Enjoy the nor'easter, and, uh, I'll talk to you when I talk to you. Thank you. All right. Nor'easter. <laughs> so, it didn't happen. <laughs> Obviously, that's when we were out without yeah, power. Yeah, we were out of power. <laughs> yeah. So, that's when we got hit. So, yeah. No, no titty for Chewy. <laughs> no. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Maybe next time. But next time he has a mission. Yeah, oh yeah. So. You know what to do. Now he has a reason to go. Not that he needed a reason to go. Sure, but. I need one of those skanks <laughs> to say that they like Star Joe's podcast. <laughs> Or just name their favorite Star Wars character. It'd be great. I, I just think it'd be hilarious to hear a stripper say, like, something geeky. Or <laughs> let her rub, uh, you know, R2-D2 and C-3PO on your head. <laughs> you know what uh, You know what I mean, right? Right? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, who's your father? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, so then he called again. More titty for daddy. Bring on Chewie. No, it had nothing to do with the strip club. Oh, 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 oh. So. Oh. Gentlemen, it's Chewie. I'm uh, on the way to work through a torrential downpour for about the fourth day in a row. Welcome you. Uh, no, uh, no stripper stories or anything like that. I'm actually calling, uh, with a serious call. Uh, as you well know, the, uh, announcement was made yesterday evening that Lucasfilm was purchased by Disney. There's something ridiculous, like four and a half billion dollars. Um, and you know what? This Star Wars fan is excited for the first time in a long time. Um, I have been very vocal about my disdain for all things George Lucas in the recent years. Um, quite frankly, I think the prequels were crap and they never should have made, but it's another call. Um, and I am looking forward, quite frankly, for the property to get out of George Lucas's hands and uh, into somebody else's. And the prospect of having three new movies uh, episode seven, eight, and nine. Um, this makes me giddy uh, again for the first time in, in quite a while. Um, I can only hope that they make the Zon trilogy because, good God, would that be awesome! Uh, so, hey, I uh, just want—I'm sure you guys are talking about it. Just wanted to hear your thoughts, um, and I'm very much looking forward to the mouse taking over the Star Wars property. Talk to you guys later. Out. All right. So we had a lot of listeners wanting to know like yeah. where we weigh in. So, well, if you want to know where I weigh in, you know where you can find that answer out at <laughs> www.guysatoyspodcast.com. Well, no, we're going to cover it now. We're going to cover it now too. <laughs> but we talked about it a little bit. Yeah, you too, did. So. Um, so let's get into a, the, the probably the laser beak report. Laser beak brings news. Um, so I wanted to approach this from a lot of different angles um, because. I think we can do, like, an overall how we felt about it, and then we can kind of break it down into movies, talking about the movies that are coming out, talk about what this might mean. A lot of this is speculation. Oh, it's all speculation. Um, not all of it, but some, most of it. 90%. 90% of it, yeah. Um, talk about the comics. Sure. And we obviously that affects us the most. And we can talk about the toys, which sure. also affects us a lot. So just over your overall first reaction. Shock. Now, Disbelief. Okay. Shock. Okay. What about you? Um, I was surprised who bought it. I was not too surprised that someone else was taking over the reins. I guess the thing I was surprised was I never thought Lucas would let go of it. I didn't either. That's why I shocked. Yeah. And then who was Disney? <coughs> even a bigger shock. Right. Now, once I heard it was Disney, I was elated. I was a little scared, mad, upset all at the same time. Really? At, at first. Okay. Disney, the first thing you think of when you think of Disney is you know, Mickey Mouse. Right. 
kids. Sure. They're going to kiddify Star Wars. Uh, that's what a lot of fans That's did. what I thought of. And then I'm like, well, let's take back and let's step back and let's just look at this. Right. And that's when I started to put the pieces together. Well, Star Wars, or Disney, I'm sorry, bought Pixar. Right. Left it alone. Disney bought Marvel. Kind of left it alone. Yeah. Let, let that, well, not so much let, let them run themselves, alone, but let them do what they were doing <clears throat> with proper backing. Yeah, they gave them some money. Let them do what get, they do. Get the people they needed. Yeah, let them keep people in position and keep people, you know. And that's what they're going to do with Lucasfilm, in my opinion. Right? Is let how however they're running it now. Let yeah. them keep running it. Lucas will be a consultant. Yeah. So he's not totally hands off. Yeah. And He'll one, still be there. He's got good stories. One thing that Disney did also, because I think Disney... He's owned, a great storyteller. Disney owns, George Lucas is a great yeah, storyteller. Disney owns Touchstone Pictures, I believe it is. I'm not it, sure. It, they own something besides Disney, like one of the other companies that ABC. See. Well, they own ABC, yes. And look what they do with that. Hello. ABC's a, a really great station. They put a lot of good shows on TV <laughs> yeah. now, yeah. And it's not all Disney, Disney-fied. No, it's not all like Kitty. That. That, I mean, well, they have the Disney Channel, sure. which is that, and sure. Disney XD. And which, they have ABC Family. Yeah. Stuff like that. But yeah. if you look at just regular ABC... No, it's cutting edge. Yeah. It keeps up with NBC and uh, yeah. CBS and Fox. Yeah. Um, but, like you mentioned, Marvel and everything else. One of the things Disney did also is they, uh, after the whole debacle of the John Carter movie, which I actually heard is really good, it just didn't get the right marketing behind yeah, it. Yeah. They fired the guy that was in charge of that, basically. They did hire the guy who was responsible for the Harry Potter franchise. Yeah. And the and he worked for WB. And also the uh, Batman movies, the Chris, Christopher Nolan Batman movies. Yeah. So they got the right guy now in charge of making sure that their live-action sci-fi type movies are going to be good. <laughs> well, you can look at it this way, too. When Disney acquired the Muppets from Jim Henson, yeah. that was Michael Eisner. Right. And he kind of didn't know what to do with it, and they just kind of sat on it for a while and kind of right. just, you know, it didn't do nothing. Right. He's now gone. Right. So there's a new guy there. And look, we got, there's a, new, a, new, CEO. We got a new Muppet movie. Yeah. And it was awesome. It reminded me a lot of the old Muppet That's movies. what a lot of people say who've seen it, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I'm, I'm, because of the whole, I'm excited. Because of how they handled Marvel and because of how they've handled a lot of the other ones, I feel like we're going to get Star Wars. Yeah, I'm not going to get Disney Star Wars. No, 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 no. I don't You're not going to see Mickey running around in a You're going to get, like I said, George Lucas is a great storyteller. Um, not the greatest director in the world. No, not the greatest writer either. Great storyteller. Great idea guy. Yeah, great idea, great stories. Yeah, but he's not good at actually writing the story out. He's good at like saying, here's where I want the story to go. Yeah. Um, Blo- blocking the ideas yeah. out. Yeah. Now, here's the thing, too. Even talking about the Disney fight thing. I really wouldn't be opposed if, on let's say, on the Disney Network, they did a, a Disney Star Wars cartoon, like where they had Mickey and Goofy and all of them as Star Wars characters. Like if they just did a cartoon for kids, yeah, I would probably watch it. I I would want to finish the Clone Wars. <laughs> no, I'm saying like Maybe this would be something in addition. XD? But I'm well, saying in addition, okay, that, all right. that's what I'm saying. Like if they did this in addition to the other Star Wars stuff that they're doing. Yeah, if you want to make more animated Disney shorts, I'm all about that. I like the Lego Disney, or the yeah. Lego Star Wars, I'm yeah. sorry. I like the Lego Star Wars Yeah, I would movies. love if you did that as a series. Those are great. Yeah. Now... If you guys haven't seen those, check them out. You I can do, buy the one at Walmart in a $5 bin, the Phantom I, Menace or yeah, something like that. Yeah, And there's another one out there, too, that they just recently did. Yeah. That, I don't think that one's out yet, though. On DVD, at least. It's, it's, they're it's, good. They're real good. Yeah, they're really good. Um, Especially now, if you like Legos. Speaking of the Clone Wars animated series... That I think only has another year or two, so I think that contract any, any contract can be bought out. So, sure, I mean speculation I think is that, what it is. I think that's going to play out on Cartoon Network. I don't it, think it that's going to switch. Yeah. 
Um, if it however, does end up switching, and it'll go to Disney XD, yeah, not Disney Channel, which is more right adult cartoons now. And stuff like that, Disney whoa, XD. adult cartoons. Well, it's, it's yeah. <laughs> so now the new series that they're going to do, the new cartoon series they're going to do, which is a little bit more comical, I guess. That I can see is going to end up probably on the Disney channels, one of the Disney. Yeah, channels. and you could do uh, like they did before, <clears throat> Droids cartoon. You sure. can do an Ewoks cartoon. You can do a, a fucking Jar Jar Binks cartoon. I would kids like identify it. with that character, no matter how much we don't like it. Yeah, kids identify with. I that would character. love it if they did like an X Wing Rogue Squadron animated series, like a Young Justice or something more adult. Yeah, you know, yeah, story or if they have the continuity in the, in the Clone Wars style. Sure, if, if they did the yeah, Clone continuity style. driven yeah. cartoon. Yeah, not just one and dones. Yeah, you know, kitty cartoons. Yeah. So uh, either way, we're getting more Star Wars. Right. We're getting more movies. So we're getting more toys. We're getting more merchandise. Right. I'm all fucking about it. So let's get into the movies. There, it, it came out it, when it first came out. It was kind of rumored that it was going to be seven, eight, and nine. They have come out and said it is going to be seven, eight, and nine. Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill are very interested in reprising their roles. I heard Harrison. Ford I is. even heard Harrison Ford somewhat interested, and I'm sure if you throw enough Disney money, well, his way, I think he wants a death clause. Where Han Solo gets killed. I'm fine at the end of it. If in episode 9 Han dies for some It'll be episode good reason, seven. I don't want it 7. <laughs> It'll be episode 7. Well, we'll see what happens. You throw enough money You know what? You play. don't even have to do those characters anymore. What else anymore. is he doing? <laughs> he's, he's flying airplanes and getting high. So He likes the ganja. Harrison Ford likes the ganja. That's fine. I can deal with a Han Solo that's high. Kind of fits his character. <laughs> So, anyways, so uh, another character that has been stated is probably going to appear in the new movies and play a major role, Darth Vader. Yeah. This blew fans' freaking minds in a bad way. Because they were just like, how can you do that? Blah, 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 blah. I was like, shut up. <laughs> Midichlorians. <laughs> well, I don't want that. <laughs> I need that. But I need the breakfast cereal, Star Wars Midichlorians. Well, I told you my two thoughts on it. You did. Go and, ahead. Then, and you can no, 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 chime go. in please, also. Please go ahead. So my first thought is clones. There the, was a whole clone war. In, yeah. in, in Dark Empire, the comic series, the Emperor had backup clones, which is why he came back. If you go with that thought, you could do that with Vader. Like, they had clones of him ready to go in case something ever happened to him. Sure. So, that's how he could appear as Vader again. It's it's not like clones are out of the realm of possibility for Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> or the Vader that was killed was a clone. Yeah, I wouldn't go that It route. would be crazy. I wouldn't go that route. It would be, it, a lot of people would get mad. Yeah, I would go more out. the route of the new Vader is a clone and it... Messes with Luke's. Mind. I like the other idea you had. The other idea I had was, especially based on again on the Dark Empire series, Luke touched the dark side. It, even in Return of the he, Jedi, he, he walked did. a thin line. Even in Return of the Jedi, because that's why he cut off his father's hand is because he got angry and he, and the Emperor was excited about this. So what would happen if Luke turned bad? And here's the thing I mentioned to you also was that Luke doesn't know that they are renamed Darth Vader. He was told your father ceased to be Anakin Skywalker and became Darth Vader. So the man you knew died. So Luke could decide, once he turns evil, that he is going to take on the mantle of his father being Darth Vader. And now you have great drama because now you have Luke's friends up against Luke. Yeah. So, and and his pupils, because I'm sure he'll have the Academy going and everything else. That was another thought I had that you, to make Darth Vader come back. You could do that. So don't lose your mind until it comes freaking out. <laughs> That's yeah. the part that always blows my mind is fans will 
lose their mind because of speculation and what they're going to do and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, you realize the original <laughs> Star Wars trilogy had a space slug? If the technology was around back then and you heard, in Empire Strikes Back, the Falcon's going to be eaten by a space slug, fans would have been like, what the fuck? <laughs> slug. <laughs> you know what? Bring him back. <laughs> Whatever. As long as, they, as long as they're not doing the whole, like, I don't need a midichlorian explanation. I don't even care if they follow the the expanded universe. I want them to follow the That would be great if they did. It would be great if they didn't. They're bringing back movies. I'm just going to be surprised. I, I did hear that they are, they are planning on following some of the books, for inspiration at least. Or maybe they're going to use a character out of the book but put it in a different story. Sure. We might not even get any more stories at all about Luke, Leia, Han, Chewie. I think you Beyond need to the have, first movie. I think you need to carry the droids through the movie. Yeah, I would agree. You, you need to carry C-3PO and R2-D2 right. through the movies. I agree. They um, are your narrators. They are your storytellers. I think it would be good to carry at least one or two of the main actors through. If you could carry a, a Luke all the way through as the head of the Jedi like Academy. Like one Kenobi. Like he's the Je- new Jedi Council. Uh, or if you carry Leia all the way through, like if she has kids, if they do the Jason and Jaina thing, who knows? They might not. They might not but if they did, it would be good to always have Mom there. You know, for yeah. all three movies. So hey, look at it this way: what if what if Han and Leia are in the movie as much as Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru in the first one? That's what I was going to say. I don't expect them to be the main characters of these movies. Background characters. Yeah, they're in there for little snippets. They're like almost like the Mace Windu, where they're in the movie. But they're only they're in there for the a few. Movie. But yeah. they're not the f- main focus of the movie. Here's another thing: as much as it you know suck would suck, you really don't need the actors in the same suits they were. As much as it would suck, and I would love to have those guys back: Kenny Baker, Anthony Daniels, Peter Mayo. I would right. love to have all those guys sure. back. But it doesn't but need to be. You them. don't need them back. You can do Boba Fett. You can yeah. do Chewie. I mean, yeah. Yoda's a fucking puppet. Let's get right. honest here. Well, CG. they'll probably be CG. Um, I hope they go back to the puppet. If it still exists, I mean, I don't know. You got Henson Studios. You can do a puppet again. <laughs> yeah, you own now. You can do a puppet. Yeah. But um, I mean, not everybody is a, a human character with face time. Right, I, I mean, agree. You don't need right. all now, the actors back. here's something I think you do need to carry through the movie also. You need a Skywalker. Yeah, you need a good story. <laughs> well, yeah, given. You need a Skywalker, though. Yeah. The first six movies are about a Skywalker. Yeah. You Even if it's the even if it's Luke's kid. Well, yeah, that, I mean, it, it pretty much like follows that family. Right. So. so you need a Skywalker for a 7, 8, 9. Yeah. It doesn't have to be Luke. Maybe Lando had a daughter and she's running Cloud City now or, you know, I'm another son or something. Yeah. We gotta get Billy D in the movie. Fuck yeah, you need <laughs> Billy D in this movie. Billy D ain't in this movie. I walk. No, you'll, you'll walk, I'll into walk, the movie. walk in the movie theater and see it with motherfucking Code 45. But I need Billy D up in this piece. All right, so. Woo! So beyond. Champ! Beyond 7, 8, 9, yeah. they have said there will be other movies in the Star Wars universe. Oh, yeah, they're planning on making a movie every couple of years for like right. 10 years or something. Right. They said. And that's great. That, blowing my mind. I'm because all about it. That to me is also the difference between. And people are going to argue with me and tell me I'm wrong. But that to me is also the big difference between Star Wars and Star Trek. Star Wars is. Epic. Oh yeah, Star Wars. There are so many facets to Star Wars that you can go in this direction. Because there's so many different races and species and and planets and and, yeah and solar systems and even just jobs. You have smugglers. You have Jedi's. You have troopers. You have the Empire. You have the rebels. I mean, you you have so much going on. They could bring the Yuuzhan Vong into stuff. They could go back into the past of Star Wars and look at the birth of the Jedi's. Uh, the origin of Yoda. You can make a cartoon around uh, that little diner. Yeah. 
Oh, sure. that was in the sure. what the Phantom Minister or Clone Wars. That, yeah, that guy. The Clone Wars. Yeah. What was it? Dex's diner. Yeah. You can have Dexter's a cartoon yeah. around Dexter's diner, yeah. and the shenanigans and bullshit that goes on in there, and it could be just a funny little, a funny show. little kid cartoon yeah. about that. Every right. day they find something. Somebody comes into the, the yeah. diner, orders pie. Yeah. Boba Fett comes in one day. You know, whoever. Let's put Jingle this way: Fett. there's a reason you don't see Star Trek cartoons. Word. I know there was one. Yeah, and it blew balls. <laughs> right. <laughs> Trekkies. <laughs> but but like we love you. Like I said, we it, hate you. It, it sure. It's it's just so much, and we kid because we care. Star Wars is just that much grander, and like I said, I know in, in our opinion, Star Wars is greater. It's right. just in our opinion, Star, it, it Star Trek to me, all the shows that have been out there are just repeats of what was already done before. Now you know we, we say something nice. They yeah. do make a good movie. I, sure, I, I, I like I like the Star Trek, Trek movie. Yeah. Sure, sure, especially the most recent one. I really like that one. I, I just don't enjoy their TV show, right? Or and, their toys. And I'm just not. It's not a movie I'm going to watch over and over again. No, I was happy to see. I pretty much have seen all the Star Trek movies. And I've liked pretty yeah, all the pretty ones I've seen. Like most of them. Most of them, right. But it's not something I'm going to go see again or going to buy the DVD no. or anything like that. Yeah. But they're fine. I don't live the life. I don't you know, go to the yeah. Jedi Temple or yeah. whatever. Hey. There's a reason this this show has the word star in Star Wars font. <laughs> Hello. It's not for Star Trek. It's for show. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, that's... Uh, so I'm excited about... We're excited. I'm excited about even more movies. Going into uh, the comics. Yeah. Dark Horse has been doing them for the last 20 years. Yes. Uh, it has been stated already that with them, with Disney owning Marvel, yeah. that the once the license runs out at Dark Horse, that they will most likely move to Marvel. Which they were Marvel to begin with. Right. So it's like coming back home again. That, what a great reunion that's going to be. Yeah. What a great now, reunion. a couple thoughts for me on this one. One... Is it's going to be very good for Star Wars because comic shops buy Marvel books. Yeah, they oh yeah. don't buy Dark Horse books very much. Yeah, you you got to be one of the big two, right? So it's going to be good for Star Wars comics, which is going to be good for good us for sales. It's yeah. going to be for good for us. Sure, you're going to get some top name talent. Not that we haven't had top name talent. I mean, we've had Ostrander and yeah, Sema and stuff like that. You're going to get bigger, more notable. You might get you, for me, and I know some people don't like them, but for me, it's like. You might get Brian Michael Bendis to write a Star Wars you book. You might get a Mark Wade. Right. Exactly. Who knows? So so I'm excited about that. Yeah. My fear and the thing I don't want to see happen is I'm hoping that they don't ignore all of the continuity <laughs> that came before at Dark Horse. They might. They might. Here's the thing. I don't want the I'll still read it. <laughs> Star Wars, Marvel Now, Double Ship, three ninety nine. Right. <laughs> four titles, double shipped every month. Right. I'm like, oh, fuck me in the ass. Because I'll, I'll buy them. Well, I know you would. I'm like, right there watching you buy them. That's me. <laughs> but I'm I'm hoping that, like I said, I'm hoping they don't ignore stuff like, uh, all, like I said, all the continuity that Dark Horse built up. Because there's a lot of fans that love these characters. I'm one of them. That that's, some of these that's what I'm saying. Really a lot of fanfic is based on the EU, and they don't have to they use don't have a to. stitch of it. If they're smart, they will. They'll they'll borrow from it, but they won't make it, it word for word Timothy Zahn movies. No, I don't want. No, that. I'm not, I'm not even talking I don't about want that. Movie. We already have those. Stories. I'm not even talking about the movies. I'm just talking comics. <coughs> I don't even want that to be honest with you, because we already we already have those stories. I can read them if I want to. Right, and I'm fine. With I, that. I I don't want to. see I hope them on they the pull some of those characters out though, because some of those characters are really, really cool. good. Yeah, Darth like Revan, Mar- Mara Jade. Yeah. Uh, you got uh, Talon Card, you got uh, Admiral Thrawn. If they pull some of those characters, it'd be really awesome. Yeah, but you don't need to. No. But they need people to tell their own you, Star Wars story. Right. But like I said, when you're looking at the comics, because the comics don't have to follow the movies no. per se, 
I'm really hoping they don't ignore the the past that Dark Horse has done because Dark Horse has done 20 years and it's been awesome 20 years overall awesome. Yeah, they're getting today. Ready to launch. Some of the issues well, not so much. Launch, they're getting ready to launch that new Star Wars, you know, continuity. Yeah, and that's still going to happen. Yeah, and, that's and, not going away. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I don't know how long Dark Horse has the license for. If I anyone out there knows, yet. I tried to look it up. Yeah, I let us know. Yeah. I couldn't find anything, but they did say once the license goes away or once it ends, that contract ends. It's most likely going to go to Marvel. Right. They've come right out and said that. Yeah. Um, well, let's, let's toys. Toys. Yeah. Hasbro. Yes. They did say... There was a rumor. There was a rumor. That Disney's going to buy Hasbro. It, it was false. I think that there was some negotiating going on, though. Well, yeah. Rumors don't come out of just, like... Nowhere. Nowhere, right. I, I did hear, and from what I've read, that Disney is planning on pulling back some of the uh, mass marketing that Star Wars has done over the several years, which means you won't find... Thankfully, in my opinion, you won't find, like, Star Wars gum and Star Wars toothbrush and Star Wars this and Star... Like... Just slapping the Star Wars name on everything. I like that. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I like that. I don't mind that at all. I don't want Star Wars on the five cent thing that was made in China. Like I, I want to go into that. a Target and I want to see Star Wars M&M guys. But I want it to be quality stuff. I don't want the chintzy stuff with Star well, Wars. Well, I don't need it. to pay $10 or you know $20 or $100... If my kid wants a Star Wars thing. Sure, I agree with if, you there. If my kid wants a... If they're not for collectors... Everybody thinks Star Wars is for a, a collector. And we do that because that's who we are. Right. Star Wars is for everybody. Sure, I agree. It's for the little old lady who goes to church on the weekend. Who wants to have I'm a, just saying I don't need Star Wars slapped on everything. I need it on like, breakfast cereal. <laughs> I need it on my and fucking oatmeal. And that's where we differ. I need it on my oatmeal. I need it on my toothbrush. I need it on my toothpaste. I want the Star Wars name to mean something. I want something that's created for... Let me put it this way. I don't care about it being a small item or something like that, or like you said, something for the kids. I want the item, however, created for the fact that the Star Wars name is going to go on it. I don't want it to be just like, you got bubble yum gum here, and you have Star Wars gum here, and it looks like the same thing other than the Star Wars name is on this packet, and it's not on this packet. I'll buy the Star Wars gum. I know, and that's where we differ. You would have bought the Star Wars gum, too. No, I wouldn't. Oh my god! <laughs> now, if that gum you're was made listen, for me, Star Wars, <laughs> if it's made out of metachlorians, you're going to get that shit in a movie year anyway. Sure, you're just going to get it. I understand that. Maybe and I they won't do. Buy it. <laughs> maybe they do a lot of it during the movie year. It's, but it's like I said, Disney year. said they're going to pull back on just slapping Star Wars on everything. Yeah, and I'm fine with that. Like I said, I'm not saying that that means that they have to put Star Wars on only high end stuff. Well, I mean, but you're, what I'm saying you're going to keep the stuff that's producing numbers. I mean, right. Lego. I don't need Star two, Wars Lego. You're yeah. going to keep that. I don't need two sticks laying at the store that say Star Wars on it. <laughs> and you know what? It's like Christmas. The more the, the better. That you know. Yeah, I just I I don't need it to be inundated with just let's put Star Wars on the take the name Star Wars and put it on there. What if you want a Star Wars theme room and you need a trash can? I need a Star Wars trash. can. That's fine if you made a trash can for Star Wars and and made it for that. But what I'm saying is I don't need Rubbermaid gray garbage can with the name Star Wars on it. <laughs> like you slapped a sticker on it that said Star Wars and I now I'm selling and now I'm selling it as a Star Wars trash can. That's not a Star Wars trash can. <laughs> now if you give me one of those metal trash cans that has like X-wing and TIE fighter battle all, all around it, or it's that's a Star Wars trash or can. Or it's circulated, you know, circular cylinder shape and it's painted like, you know, R2D2. Yeah, that's a Star Wars trash can. Yeah. But the gray Rubbermaid with Star Wars sticker on it is not a Star Wars trash can. What about the Williams-Sonoma, like, you know, Vader, you know, spatula head? 
That's fine. It's, it's shaped like Vader's, Vader's head. head. Yeah. But I don't need the the black spatula <laughs> that has a Star Wars sticker. <laughs> I got you. That's got what you. I'm saying. All right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I'll agree with that. So, no, I think you would still buy the spatula with the Star Wars sticker. <laughs> if it was between that one and a plain one with no sticker, yeah. I'm just going to go home and buy some Star Wars stickers and stick everything in my house Star Wars. So, so that's where we differ. Yeah. But, uh, but no, we're both excited about this. Oh, super it, excited. I think super it's excited. a very good thing. I'm glad... Much like Chewie said, I'm glad that Lucas has let go of it. He's still involved. He's still going to be a consultant. Um, and again, Star Wars and Hasbro, Kenner, right. have, have been making figures since the beginning. Right. I don't know if anybody else... I don't know if it'll change. We'll I don't know. Let the wait yeah. to see. If they do change, is it is it another toy company? Is it Bandai, who sucks? God, I hope not. Is it Mattel? And they go to six-inch figures for 20 bucks a pop. I'll be mad. <laughs> yes, I'll be mad as I buy them, but I'll be mad. <laughs> yeah, because Mattel, do they have they done small figures before? That I not that I can remember. I don't know. I'd have to go back and look at their licensed properties and yeah. see if they did. If you guys know, let us know. Figures. Yeah, I know of them doing the the larger figures. Um, well, He Man, Barbie. Those yeah. are the Hot Wheels. Those right. are the big things right. Mattel does. Um. But yeah, I mean, overall, I'm excited. I'm interested to see where this goes. We'll we'll see what happens. I, it's going to be an exciting time. You know, my son's five. I'm 2015. Yeah. a couple years. He's eight years old. We're going to go see the movie together. Sure. Uh, you know, I'll take the little one with me too. Yeah. He's not the biggest Star Wars fan, not like his brother. But my five year old maybe is he'll grow into it. Crazy nuts Star Wars guy like his father. The the uh, and it was sold for it was four from what four, I saw four point five billion four point zero five billion billion. So it was. It was basically four four billion fifty million. Fifty million. Yeah. <laughs> and from what I read, which I thought this was cool too, I can't remember what charity it went to, but most of that money he donated to charity. It was Lucas's education. So that's cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey. I was I was happy to hear that because uh, he don't need to fuck him up. No, he doesn't. So I mean, I would make a suit, but out of, like thousand dollars. But if bills. you were in his position, no, I would not. Donate you would not have done it. No. Right. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So the fact that he did, I'm, I was happy to hear that. Because it goes towards a good cause. Sure. So yeah, I'm just excited we're going to get more movies. Because I ne- I thought episode three was it. Also, he is sitting on the the board of the Disney. He's yeah. on the board. Yeah. Um, which like means we may never get that holiday special on DVD. <laughs> I know everybody's bummed. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it. Get your bootleg copy like everybody else. The other thing that that was mentioned, <laughs> and granted, if he's on the board, this might not happen, but was that we might get the original trilogy in the original format on Blu-ray because Disney doesn't give a crap about the artist's perspective. Disney goes, oh, look, this is what the fans want. Let's freaking give it to them. Yeah. Hey, yeah. So we might get that. Who knows? You might get a, oh, episode 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, Blu-ray box set. 10, 11, 12. <laughs> 10, 11, 12. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. So, anyways, well, that's that's Sesame Street. How like, great is that? But like I said, after episode three, I thought that was the end of the live action movies. I really thought that, at least I need to, I need to for until a while. one yeah. day someone down the line would want to remake the original trilogy. Like I thought that we would never see a live action. So I'm ecstatic. That yeah, we're see that they're going to continue the yeah. same story, the same saga. Like you said, that I, I could see maybe a remake. Yeah, and much like the Phantom Menace, I will probably be there at the midnight showing. I will see it, and if it's good, I will go to the next movie's midnight showing. If it's bad, I will wait till the next day. <laughs> yes. I will still see all three of them. Oh, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere until I see this. <laughs> so, all right. Maybe we need to eat better and stay in shape and, you know, make it around for that well, time. Well, I'm in shape now. Mm-hmm. So Rounds of shape. I'm, I'm running three miles these days, so 
You can. Hey, fuck that. I'm still I'm still <laughs> losing weight, dude. <laughs> hey, all I know is we're in a comic book. Oh yeah. Wanted to mention that. Huge news, perfect for Laserbeak Report. Robert Atkins. Good friend of the show. Yes. Uh, Saint to all. <laughs> put us in put actually put us in a comic book. What a humanitarian. Uh, Marvel comic book, oh, no doubt. Um, Salt of the earth. <laughs> He put Great his... all-around guy. Good egg. <laughs> Good egg. You say that now. Last time you were like cussing his name. <laughs> I needed Masters of the Universe. Off. It never happened. Um, Great guy, though. So, Castle. Castle. Uh, which was a TV show. The the character Not on Not Frank there, Castle. No. For all you Punisher Body Count fans. Right. I was confused, too. <laughs> this is uh, Castle, the TV show, which has Nathan Fillion, which is a super geek. Geeks are a fan of Nathan Fillion. Yeah. And rightfully so. He, he plays this character, Castle, who is an author. He write, wrote these books called uh, by a, about a character named Derek Storm. And then in the TV show, he's looking for a new inspiration, and he creates this character, Nikki Heat, based on the female cop that he works with. Heat. So these, nice. com- these comics have so far been two graph- hardcover graphic novels. They're too graphic for people. They're too <laughs> no, hardcore. They've been produced by Marvel. That's why we're in it. And uh, they were done, uh, I think the writer was Brian Michael Bendis on the first two. Ooh, talent. <laughs> yeah, there was actual talent on these. And they were based on the character Derek Storm, who is kind of like a James Bond meets Indiana Jones type character. All right. So a lot of action and everything else. Well, now they've gone into a mini series. And I got the first two graphic novels. I was going to wait until this one came out in the graphic novel format. Uh, it's being written by Peter David, big name. Big name, yeah. And being drawn by Robert Atkins. Once big I name. saw Robert was drawing it, I was like, okay, I'm going to buy it. Then he posts on Facebook that he actually drew us in like a little crowd scene in the background. Yeah. Uh, I am wearing my Star Joe shirt. Let's see, let's, if, it, let's see if that makes it past editing. Yeah. Well, not editing, but maybe the uh, colorist or ink or, you know, the yeah. just paint a red shirt right, right over, over it. it yeah. Right. I'm uh, wearing a Captain America Which, that'll shirt. make it. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. With my hat on backwards. So. And the great thing is, those are both outfits we both wear. <laughs> it was taken from a picture at Chris Campbell's yeah. house. Yeah. CampbellCon 2012. Yeah. So um, Makes it to Marvel. So thank you very much, Robert. It was awesome. It was very, very kind of you, sir. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, I'm going to buy a lot of those and just give them out. Yeah. Now, the one thing, too, uh, when it comes to... I wanted to mention... That Shannon's turn. He's got up his game. <laughs> Shannon, needs, <laughs> Shannon needs to make us Joes now. <laughs> wow. You could use my first and last name, and you could call yes. it code name... Uh, Same here. Yeah. Dirtbag. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Big uh, crash and we could die in that issue. I don't care. I could get killed. Yeah. Um, so, anyways... The Chuckster. What, speaking of Shannon, one thing I wanted to mention when it comes to him is I did have the that original page yeah. with the poster... Shannon actually did, if you saw the issue and you saw what was there where it said Star Joe's on the poster, Shannon actually did draw our logo on there, and it evidently didn't make it past the editing. <laughs> so they actually like made it a little bit different, obviously for copyright reasons. That's why I think like my shirt in the Robert Atkins drawing might not make it in past the thing, but we'll Who see. Knows? Who knows? Hopefully it does. If the, name, of, hey, if the name Star Joe's appears in if, there, I will be ecstatic. <laughs> if anybody knows shit gets past editors, it's Keith Knudsen. Right. <laughs> so, I love you, Keith. Speaking of Keith, because uh, I, <laughs> I don't want him to have a conniption. Yeah. Uh, he gave me a very nice gift at BaltimoreCon. Yes. And it was going to be used for a special episode, but that might not happen. So I wanted to mention what he gave me. First off, as a joke, he gave me a Duke figure. Not just a Duke figure, but the Jungle Duke figure 
Yeah, which is the lamest Duke figure ever. <laughs> the less heterosexual Duke figure there is. And he, he did it as a joke, yeah. and I'm still happy to have the figure. Yeah. Um, but he also gave me a book which was called Star Wars 365 Days. Yes. And it's a reference book of all the behind-the-scenes stuff from Phantom Menace all the way to Return of the Jedi. It's a great it's book, yeah. All these, like... Every single page is some behind-the-scenes thing. Yeah. It's not a calendar, even though it says 365 days. I don't want people to think it was like a daily calendar he gave me. No. This was like a book. Yeah, I've seen it. It's really nice. I've it's looked at it. I'm really, really, really cool. I'm very, very grateful. At Baltimore Con, I throw it out there, he gave me the uh, titanium uh, C-3PO figure. Yes. And it's in a little case and everything. Right now, um, it's, it's at my house on my dresser. Uh, what I plan on doing is once I get everything situated at work and I'm back to a normal area where right. I'm working at and not in a classroom for the next five weeks. I'm actually going to display it on my desk at work. Nice. Um, the reason I wanted to mention it now is because, like I said, I probably will use the book as a reference for future ep- episodes, but yeah. I was planning on using it for something we were going to be doing as a special episode, but we were not doing it because we were going to coordinate with other podcasts. Yeah. Um, so that, that kind of fell through. So I, I wanted to make sure I gave him props for that book. He, he kind of called me out. I was like, how come you didn't mention what I gave you? And I'm like, because I have plans for it, but then the plans fell through. So I wanted to thank him for that. Rock, I actually forgot to mention this, gave me an amazingly awesome gift at Baltimore Con, which was a Bon Jovi album signed by Bon Jovi. Or Rock in the Car. What a... <laughs> yeah, it was no, signed. Yeah. And he said he got to it talk was the, with Bon Jovi. Uh, yeah, it was the album cover, Slippery When Wet. Right. right? Yep. And he, uh, John autographed it. Yeah, to me. Yeah, hey. Awesome. Awesome. I have to find a special place in this room I, for I that. Like, I like Bon Jovi too, Rock. <laughs> <laughs> if but you, you can make that out to my you wife. Like, you don't like him as much as I do. If you want to go ahead and get another one and make that out to my wife, Jennifer, uh, <laughs> I might get laid. <laughs> All right, so you want to get into some issues here? Eight Rock also gave us, yeah. just you know, throw it out there, sure. since we're being generous and <clears throat> filling time. Sure. Just kidding. Uh, he gave us the Mark Bellamo uh, book. Of uh, all oh, the yeah. 80s toys, 80s toys, yeah, which was also awesome. gonna, we were also going to use in that episode, yeah. but uh, that special episode. So we'll probably still reference yeah, it. Thank you for point. everybody, all the people who who are you know very kind and gracious to us, who present us with gifts and stuff like that. If we don't get a chance to mention it, it doesn't mean we don't appreciate it. It's just sometimes we get wrapped up in what we're talking yeah, about during the episode, and we and forget. we forget, and, and we're we're very sorry for yeah. that. Yeah, we should write these things down, but we don't. Yeah. These shows are kind of on the fly a lot of times, yeah. so so we don't want to let you guys think that we we don't appreciate yeah. it or don't or don't we thoroughly we, we appreciate it, and it's just very humbling. So yes, so thank it, you very it, much. Extremely humbling. So, and and we appreciate the reasons why people do it. They enjoy the show, and and that means a lot too. That people are enjoying the show that so much they feel like they want to do something like yeah, that. Yeah, so want to get us a hooker? I mean, whatever. Hey, Chuck will take that. I'll I won't take his I'll, hooker. I'll be good. <laughs> so let's get into some issues here. Uh, Going to the From Springfield's Tatooine. G.I. Joe will return after these messages. This is 80s action sensation Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I'm here to tell you about the podcast I produce called Punisher Body Count. Join host Jacob and Dane as they give non-biased opinions of the current issues. I'm going to be real. I thought this comic was absolute shit. So let's uh, get into Man. it. Man... Yeah, okay, let's get into it. Relive great moments from the Punisher's past. Yeah, why, well, that that was top ten, easy. <laughs> what about the time I was buried with a chicken because the spooky guy was sick? <laughs> why are you trying to erase history, Garth Innes? And podcasts with the utmost professionalism. Are we recording? Whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to get this out of the way right now. Okay, fuck, fuck, shitty, shitty, bang, bang. 
No, let's leave that one out. <laughs> if you don't check out the show, it would be a big mistake. To find the show, go to www.punisherbotycount.wordpress.com or download the episodes from iTunes. Just search Punisher Body Count. So check them out. Yow! Tooncast is dedicated to the cartoons we grew up with. 100 episodes and more make up one of the GCRN's most popular podcasts. Join hosts TFG and Mike, Optimus Solo, Terror the Rising Star, and tons of guest hosts. We also have voice actor and writer interviews. Tune in to Tooncast as we look back on the cartoons that defined us as geeks. You can find Tooncast on iTunes and the web at www.geekcastradio.com. Tune in. Movie Week in Review is the GeekCast Radio Network's weekly movie podcast. Steve and Mike take a look back on their favorite films and give you their thoughts. They also bring in co-hosts at times. If you are a movie buff, listen to MWire only on GeekCastRadio.com. To Cybertron. Thank you, Soundwave. I am TFG1 Mike, and you should be listening to my very first podcast, the TFG1 Podcast. 24 episodes covering the entire U.S. run of the 1984 Transformers cartoon. Also, a few supplemental episodes and an interview with Stan Bush. So, check out the TFG1 Podcast. You can find it on iTunes and the web at www.geekcastradio.com. Transforming Rollout. Hey, I'm Gary. I'm Greg. I'm Chuck. And I'm Justin. Join the four of us every week on the Internet's number one G.I. Joe podcast, What's On Joe Mind. That's right. It's Joe News, reviews, and special guests like you've never heard them before delivered right to your MP3 player. Think of it as Joe Talk meets Sports Talk. And we make fun of Chuck. Right. Hey. We're just kidding, Chuck. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes Chuck makes fun of himself. Right. Hey. It's What's On Joe Mind. Every week on the GeekCast Radio Network, InsideFolk.com, Stitcher Smart Radio, and iTunes. Download and listen today. Can I say something about Transformers? No! Now, back to G.I. Joe. From Springfield to Tatooine. You forgot what it was called. That's awesome. For a millisecond. Let's get into some issues. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> for, a, for a millisecond. Um, not as many issues as we normally have, because we actually covered a month. We're not that far behind. How about that? So, uh, How's that for hijinks? <laughs> why don't we uh, jump into uh, closing up Battle Beast here, which was issue four. What a piece of shit. No. <laughs> wow. What'd you give this? Uh, very high borrow. I gave this <laughs> I gave this an even borrow. Yeah. Um... I'll tell you what, uh, reading this and reading how it ended and everything like that, it will read better as a trade. Trade, I agree. It'll read better as a chunk yep. story as opposed to single issues. I think it was written for a trade. Probably. Well, it's a miniseries, so sure, it was. It was. There was a big epic battle at the end, just kind of let you know what happens. The the orb weapon was taken away and Vorn realized that even he's not going to be worthy enough. He can't be trusted with it, so he gives it back to her. Gives it back to the girl who deciphered it all. She kind of, you know, stows it away. Well, in true comic fashion, now she's the leader, she has the weapon, she's ready to go into battle, and yeah. so, I mean, it kind of ends kind of hokey like that, but... Yeah, but we don't know what's going to happen, and then we see that Vorn's father is informed as far as what, what just happened, and... 
it kind of it says the end for now. So it kind of leaves it open that Vorn's father might, might be coming be a, yeah. to cause some problems. So. Maybe depending on sales, we'll see it again. Maybe we won't. I so don't know. it was kind of like I won't be heartbroken if we don't. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I I would enjoy more. So I can't wait for GoBots. <laughs> <laughs> I would like a GoBots comic, sure. That was kind of a low borrow for me until it got to the end where you saw Vorn's father and you're like, oh, okay, more might be coming up because yeah. it kind of wrapped up pretty quickly. It did. But, uh, all right, going into uh, Voltron year one, what'd you give this one? Is that number five? Uh, this is number five, yes. Yeah, a low borrow, very low. I gave this a borrow. I gave it a solid borrow. Um, solid? Yeah. Solid. Solid. <laughs> Uh, what basically happens with this is Sven confronts the guy that he feels is behind everything, except at the same time, all of a sudden the base gets attacked by these android type, uh, multiple android type guys. Yeah, it looks like people are turning zombie-ish, which, yeah. you know, I, yeah, zombie They're being taken over by, them. like, uh, like a technovirus. Yeah, thing. yeah. Here, virus, that's a good one. Yeah, man. this would have been a buy for me, because I like the art, I think the art's way better on this than the other Voltron book. Yeah. And I like the action in it and everything else, but the the androids that show up reference that uh, they're there for revenge on Sven, and I don't remember what did he do any previous yeah. issue these androids being in them. So maybe I missed something. I don't know. I'll have to go back. Or and maybe they haven't covered it yet. I don't know. But uh, at the very end of this, the guy who he blamed for everything is being overwhelmed by these these androids, and they're about to take him over with the Technovirus. He has opportunity. Sven has opportunity to go ahead and shoot them, and he decides to put the gun down on the ground and walk away. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Uh, there's one more issue of this. We'll see how it wraps up. But yeah, it was kind of a low borrow for me because yeah. I was like, I don't understand where this revenge guy came from. Uh, Voltron number eight, the regular Voltron issue. I gave that a very low borrow, medium snarf. <laughs> I gave this a full snarf. Nice. I uh, don't like the art. Nah, it's really wonky in places. <laughs> um, like very flat. Yeah. Flat art. Yeah. This book, we talked about it. I don't feel like it gives you a good entry level into Voltron. You pretty yeah, much have to know what Voltron is before you go into this. Like I said, it's, it's very flat. No <clears throat> depth perception at all. Very yeah. flat on the page art. Yeah. I don't like how they're drawing the lions. I think the lions look way too, too boxy. boxy. Yeah. With like... I knew you would. Little spindly legs off the green lion yeah. here. It looked really lame. Um, the one thing I did like was I liked how Pidge brought the Green Lion in because Voltron was depowered and kind of zapped them, zapped the power back into it and stating to the rest of them, this is going to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> so that was cool. Um, I also liked how, I think it was Hag- Hagrid or Hagar or whatever her name is. The sex scene in the back. Yeah, yeah. This, the, where she's uh, looks like Princess Allura and she starts to unzip her top. That was nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he won't look because he's a nice guy. Right. Whatever. Um, it's raining blood or red on, on the planet Doom. Yeah, corrosive or um, something or other. Yeah, and then sure. there's this other Voltron that's taking apart the planet Doom. Uh, I don't know what the deal is with that, but that's the one that took out Voltron in previous issues. Right. And then there's this chick at the end, Commander Merla. Yeah, who she's is, sitting in the Sharon she's Stone the one that, pose with yeah, legs crossed. Yeah, she's the one that's in charge of this other Voltron yeah, the other attacking one, yeah. the thing. So it's just kind of like... I don't know who she is. I don't really give a crap. Like, this is just not a good Voltron book for people to get into. Yeah. You're on issue eight, and it's like, I feel like so much has happened already that I'm lost. Right. So, uh, Robots in Disguise, number 10. Transformers. I, actually, I gave that a borrow because it's, it's got really good art. I like the art in it. Um, I gave this a snarf. Wow. Um, I agree with the art. I like the art, but 
I was really lost through this whole story. <laughs> yeah, it is. It does get kind of uh, Optimus Prime convoluted and confusing. Uh, there's flashbacks. There's dream premi- sequence premises, pre- premonitions yeah. of what's about to happen. At the end of the issue, I kind of got an overall idea of what happened or yeah. what's going on. But a lot of issues with, sh- with Shockwave going back and forth and him telling. Yeah, there's these yeah. bug creatures. It was just, there was a lot of jumping around. And by the end of it, like I said, I kind of had a general idea of what happened. But it wasn't, I, I just didn't enjoy the story. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry because we had John on, but his previous sto- stories have been great. This one was just a little, it got, it, it lost me. Yeah, but so, the art's really good. Raymond the Kelly's, art's beautiful. Yeah, really good. But I'm more of a story guy to begin with than yeah. an art guy, so. All right. Uh, G.I. Joe versus Cobra, the, the Joe-Con issue. Number yeah. this is number five. October Guard October. Operation Bear Trap. Right. What'd you give this? Buy. This was a buy. This was my total buy. Okay. Out of all the issues we covered, this is my total buy. I really enjoyed this. Okay. However, I will I, I mentioned this to you before. This is my argument when you mentioned before about the year, Voltron Year One not having Voltron in it. This was a G.I. Joe book that didn't have G.I. Joe in it, yet you liked it. Uh, again, G.I. Joe to me is more than just a Duke or Snake Eyes. Right. It's the entire universe. Right, because but, there's but, not one character called right. G.I. Joe, well, Joe Colton, but yeah. there's not, it's it's a group of people, right. G.I. Joe is not, Voltron is a robot made out of lines right. to me, not but, cars or right. whatever. But, but again, we t- and we talked about this earlier today, it's, it's a roadhouse for you because it doesn't make any logical sense because to you, G.I. Joe is a whole universe of G.I. Joe, Voltron right. to you is a robot. Right. Where Voltron is a whole universe also. <laughs> not to me. I know. <laughs> and that's Chuck logic for you, which is Roadhouse. Well, when I think of that's Voltron, where Roadhouse comes from. When I think of Voltron, I think of that robot. When I think of G.I. Joe, I go for the whole universe. No. When I, I think of G.I. Joe, I think of the Joes. Well, This you, is not the Joes. We have Destro in here, and we have the October Guard. Which, the October Guard is not the Joes. The October Guard was all the way back in Marvel issue... I understand what, four, six, The October like Guard that. is not the Joes, though. When I think of G.I. Joe, I do not think of the October Guard, and I know damn well you don't either. Yes, I do. No, you do not. Cold Slither, all of it, dude. You Dreadnoughts. If I was to say... Red Ninjas. What comes to mind when you say when I say G.I. Joe? Blue Ninjas. October Guard would be... <laughs> Blue Ninjas. <laughs> October Guard would be really close to the bottom of that list. I, no. Yes, it would. No. You're a liar. Ask John Thurman. You're a liar. No. It might be a high on John's list. It's not high on your list. Shipwreck, all the, of it. <laughs> well, sure, Shipwreck, I understand. Shipwreck's a Joe. All of it. I'm saying, telling you the October Guard would be low on your list if I said, tell me what's in G.I. Joe. October Guard would not be anywhere near the top. Billy, <laughs> Quinn, Dr. Venom. Those would be low on your list, too. No. Yes, no. they would. To me, that is G.I. Joe. No, it's not. <laughs> you can't even say it with a straight yeah. face. Tell me why you like this. Book. All right, so... Because I, I love it. I loved it, too. I, like I said, it was my total pick. I loved how they centered on each character. It's almost like the Avengers movie for me, where they gave every character their own little and spotlight. Right to shine, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they each had their own specialty and, and their own personality yeah, and everything basically else. Basically, Darklon, and he's on a train, and they're... Yep, they're going to... Uh, well, Darklon's trying to take over the train. Right. And they're there to stop it. Darklon didn't realize the whole October Guard was there. general. Yeah, and it was just a high-action, great... Great issue. And then at the end of it, you got little profiles of every single October Guard member. And I read every dossier of these yeah. people. Didn't uh, Robert do the cover on this one? Yes, he did. Robert Atkins did did do the cover. And Dana is hot. Yes. <laughs> so. And there's Serge. Serge. <laughs> Serge. 
Um, Say Serge. Serge. All right, so... Isn't it Shrage? Shrage. <laughs> I don't think it's Serge. Serge was in Beverly Hills Cop. Hey, uh, Mike, tell me what it is. <laughs> Why would Mike know? Because he's on What's on Joe Mike. Oh, okay. That Mike. I was thinking Mike Myers. Oh, no, no, no. I was like, why would Mike Myers know? No, no, no. Strange. Strange. Serge is, is from Beverly Hills Cop. I'm fine. My name is Serge, and how can I help you? May I offer you something to drink? A wine, a cocktail, a, a espresso? No, I'm fine. Thank you. I'll make it to myself right back there with a little lemon twist. It's good. Try it. No, I'm, I'm fine. I see you look at this piece. Yeah, I was wondering how much something like this went for. $130,000. Get the fuck out of here. No, I cannot. It's serious because it's very important piece. Have you ever sold one of these? Sell it yesterday to a collector. Get the fuck out of here. it's serious. I said it myself. He was Bronson Pinchot's character. Bronson Pinchot, yeah, yeah. Balky. Balky. Yeah, hey. hey cousin Larry. <laughs> do the dance of joy. Now we are so happy we do the dance of joy. Alright, so um now we have Cobra Cobra eighteen. What'd you give it? Bye. I gave it a bye also. Solid. <laughs> this is where the October Guard breaks out uh, Major Blood. How's that for hijinks? <laughs> uh, oh, because when you don't think of Cobra and G.I. <clears throat> Joe, you don't think October Guard. I don't. I do. This had Cobra in it, though. The, Word the up. title's called Cobra. Word to your mother. And there was Cobra people in it. Who's underneath Cobra on that front of that cover? G.I. Oh, Joe. Oh, yeah, your yeah. mother. There were some G.I. Joes. There's Flint and Lady J's in this issue. He's got a bad haircut in this book, but that's all I'm saying. He needs his beret. So, yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> so, with this issue, we have... Uh, you know, Major Blood's released. Uh, there's a whole released or busted whole out. Busted out by the October Guard. <laughs> they let the man walk free because they want him. Yeah. Um, we find out a lot of stuff happening. Uh, I don't know, really know what to say. <laughs> uh, it's just a good book. Well, do you, it's been a while since I read it. So do you it's, remember? Do you remember? What, book, do you remember what happened? Pages. Do you remember what happened? I read that a long time ago. I did too. <laughs> Um, but we do have... I remember liking it. <laughs> I remember uh, Ronan yeah, getting Yeah, it's got some flashbacks to her training. Her training like and everything that, yeah. else, which was really cool. So, oh, and uh, uh, Tomax gives some information to them at the very end that... Uh, will, what leads into the next issue. Yeah, yeah, leads right into the next issue. So, uh, Snake Eyes. Well, we have Snake Eyes, uh, the Target Snake Eyes, which is in G.I. Joe number 18. This is part one. What'd you give this? Uh, a buy. I gave this one a borrow. Did you really? Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm into the whole... Well, number one, again, I'm not huge on the art. Um, I'll give you that. She, he, The guy does draw some fat faces. He draws some chunky chicks, too. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Look at the Baroness. He's got yeah. a little fat face. Yeah. I mean, Scarlet look at, does. Look at his red ninja. He's kind of stocky for a ninja. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Doom's not looking good. Right. Uh, <laughs> Doom. <laughs> you mean Serpentor? Oh, yeah, yeah. He looks like Dr. Doom. He looks Doom, like man. Dr. Doom. I'm sorry. Maybe we should get him on a Fantastic Four book. <laughs> yeah, he'd be great on that. Um, I do he like... draw the fuck out of things. I do like how the Softmaster's just kind of playing with them. He's like, I can leave it any time. time I want. You don't have me prisoner. Um, so I'm enjoying blah, blah, blah. that. Um, yeah, the back and forth between them are okay. And yeah, the rest of it was just kind of like the joke. It's not my favorite art in the world, the but it's a, it's a good story. It, well, it kicks off that... That, you know, the, the search for Snake Eyes right. is pretty good. Well, I was going to say, not a whole lot happened with the Joes other than saying they're going after them and, and Mainframe's kind of saying, well, well, I'm kind of 
I don't know. Shouldn't we kind of try to talk to Snake Eyes first? Which is kind of funny. Yeah. But <laughs> well, everybody wants to go after him. He's crucified him, and he's like, you know what? I I don't think we should because I was out there when he was when out he was there. He was out there, and he does good stuff. He goes, and I'm he trusted that, me. Why yeah. aren't you guys trusting him? And he's like, I'm surprised that you, Scarlet, like, because you're the one who like supposedly right. loves him, and right. Why are you going after him to begin with? And right. she's like, you know what? I, I think I, I love you more for that. So I think I think it was there, it, it, the whole love triangle. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I enjoyed the soft master stuff the most. The Joe stuff was kind of like. Okay, let's go get him, and it was just all prepping up to. Well, that. it was, it, yeah, that. But the, the Joe stuff in that book was more of setting the the triangle between Mainframe yeah. Scarlet and Snake Eyes. Yeah, that's what that was. Yeah. Um, then we have Snake Eyes number eighteen, which is Target Snake Eyes part two. Part two, right? A so lie. Uh, I gave this one a borrow also. Really, you're I, not liking the art on this one? It, no, it's not the art. I actually really like the art. On I like the art on this one better than yeah, the other one. I yeah. agree, 100. percent I do too. Yeah. I think I'm just not really getting into the whole Snake let's go story. after Snake Eyes because I'm, I'm. I think I'm Snake Eyes burnt out. Really? Um, I did like Blasphemous the blasphemous dog. I did like the whole Helix. Helix, thing yeah. Oh, come on, yeah. I like that. She came across uh, the Hard Master, which yeah. I thought was really cool. Um, again, I like the whole Soft Master kind of playing with with uh, Serpentor. Uh, Serpentor had like it a really, tr- really good art on this, especially yeah. the, the rain pictures yeah. and stuff like that. I really like the art. I, I am a fan of the art on this one. Savane, did she, uh, she shows up in a dream sequence type thing? I don't really know what the hell was happening. I don't know who this chick was, or was this a guy? I don't know what, what was going on. <laughs> Is here. this a guy? Is this a girl? Well, it's, it's showing the sanctuary and like. Well, that's that's the that's the the soft master. Right. Okay. So Ser- basically, Serpentor had a dream that the soft master was going to kill him. Right. I got kind of lost in that. Obviously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it so, probably reads better, chunked. Right. <laughs> so, so he's like, soft master agrees that it'll kind of help because they have the same enemy, which is Snake Eyes. Yeah, and it, it continues in GI Joe nineteen. Yeah. So I, I think I'm just kind of Snake Eyes burnt out. It, it's setting it's setting up for GI Joe wants Snake Eyes, right. Cobra wants Snake right. Eyes, Sepentor wants Snake Eyes, and maybe that's part of it too. Everybody's I know I know want, where it's going. Yeah, everybody's going to want Snake Eyes, and right. what happens is Snake Eyes is going to be like Wolverine and just kick everybody. <laughs> and ass. maybe there'll be a surprise at the end that'll make me really like it. But right yeah, now probably, I kind of yeah. feel like I know where the story's it's going. It's kind of drawn out. Yeah. yeah. So now we have GI Joe Real American Hero. Oh, I no, like that number one eighty three. Yeah. yeah. Bye. Uh, I gave this a borrow also. But this was different than my other borrows. This is my different than my other borrows. There was parts of this that made it a buy for me, and there was parts of this that made this, like, almost a snarf for me. Because there were certain parts I just didn't give a crap about. And there were some parts I was like, wow, I want to see a lot more of this. Well, to, to begin with, their, their Cobra is kicking off locating a new, quote-unquote, right. Springfield. In Northern California. And I thought that was pretty no cool. Cal. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool. That was the part I was really like pumped about. I was like, I want to find out more about them setting up a base. I don't know if yeah. it's because when I was a kid, like I loved setting up my Joe bases and oh, my yeah, Cobra yeah, bases yeah. and stuff like that. So that was really cool. Um, I really kind of tired of the whole Darklon thing. I don't give a crap about Darklon <laughs> anymore. Well, he's he's back with his group and he's back right. with the Python Patrol. Right. So. And they they found out that uh, you know Joe might know more about because he found what, out they put something inside Crytron of his thing. Yeah. I need to know what the hell this Crytron thing. Well, they found out first of all that they they put something in his right. helmet. They're tracking him. Right. And but the one guy says, well, maybe they know more behind the the Crytron thing, and and he Tron, got, yeah. Well, Crytron. Yeah. K R Y T R O N. That's like um, Kryptonite. I don't even. Yeah, it's Krypton. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Again, we got uh, Road Pig 
and Zorana, they're tracking down this Krytron thing. Again, so I don't really freaking care anymore. Pale we find out that they they were led astray. Uh, yeah, Pale Peyote's in there. Zartan catches up with them. Found out they, they were tricked, that it wasn't where it was at. Destro's playing with his chess set, which I kind of don't really care about. <laughs> Destro playing with the chess pieces goes all the way back to issue 22. He evidently has somebody making these chess pieces because he's got new pieces all the time. That's how he rolls. <laughs> so, but again, we, we we go back to Destro and the Baroness, who we haven't really seen sure. that often. Sure. So it's, been, it's been a couple of issues since we've seen him, so that's um, I did like the whole Storm Shadow honoring Billy. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, Dude, even look at this one. We we get we get airtight in this, right? We get airtight, dusty, and, and tunnel rat. Which yeah. I like dusty. Um, well, that's gonna make Grub happy right there. Sure. Uh, although dusty looks a little he's Arab. Not, <laughs> he's not getting coffee. I mean, you know, hey, dusty was kind of colored Arab. <laughs> he kinda, ah, he's dirty. He looks I mean, tan. You know, he's well. So they show up at this one location, which is where Darkline all of a sudden shows up. And yeah. he's meeting with someone, and they find out that this might turn into a mission now. And they're the only three Joes that are so, there, yeah. So I kind of like that. Like I said, I'm kind of get, I'm just getting tired of the Darkline thing. I, I, wanted, I, I guess I want to know where the hell it's going already. Yeah. So. You ready for the Gallant Gap? Yes, Gallant Gap. Next issue, we got uh, Giant Zorana and a Road Pig with his with Cinder his Block, cinder block uh, Sledgehammer thing. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, yeah. So, what do you think's happening? <sighs> Zorana's looking pretty pretty hot. I think uh, Road Pig's about to bust her uh, boob. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I think she's got implants, and he's about to break one. <laughs> I think there's going to be uh, some goings down because she looks like she's holding a shotgun, right? So there might be some going on between Zorana, Road Pig, and Pale Peyote, and the another group, another faction. I, I wonder. Just don't know who it I is. wonder if Pale Peyote's not really who she claims to be, as far as like not on their maybe, side. Maybe, maybe, maybe they're going to end up fighting Destro and the Baroness. That's why they had a chess pieces out. Right. Maybe, maybe that's what the battle right there. Maybe who knows? we'll see. We'll see. Shannon, let us know. All right, uh, Star Wars Knight Errant number five, the end of this miniseries. Oh, thank God, Jesus Christ, <laughs> snarfaroo! Yeah, I gave this one a snarf. Um, fuck it. I just. I just didn't care. <laughs> you didn't make me care. Um, Kara Holt. Kara Holt. don't give a fuck. She's held prisoner. She escapes. Yeah. She breaks free. She stopped. Uh, the one thing I did like is I liked how she won out. She basically freed all those kids that were trapped. I mean, it, and, and so he lost, something nice about it. So the art's his, not bad. The art yeah, looks good. The I mean, art's decent. It's nice Star Wars. Um, I, like I said, I kind of like how she won because she basically took the power away from from Odeon and yeah. you know release the kids so that and then it backfired on him so it wasn't like a typical Star Wars ending where she like fought him in a lightsaber battle and it's all disappointing and no one wins because... but maybe I would have liked a lightsaber battle finally <laughs> with this chick <laughs> yeah because we haven't really had much of one yeah, at the with end, her she's on she's you know there on the planet and they're leaving and, and it says and the, the end, and yeah. it says and the fight goes on which I'm kind of hoping it doesn't <laughs> yeah so. Not, Night Aaron is not a title I would recommend picking. Nah, not, not if you're looking to get a Star Wars um, book. I would not. Lost Tribe of the Sith, uh, Spiral number three. Um, I snarfed that one. Really? I gave this a borrow. Did you? Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm okay with this title. It's not something I would tell people to go out and buy. No. Again, um, again, like like the Night Aaron on this one, there's not enough there to make me care. I thought you would like this because we now have a Sith Lord that shows up to take charge, and he, like, wipes out this town. Yeah. So I thought you'd like it because of the bad guy thing. I didn't really care for the 
bird dragon things that they the flew. emus or whatever yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to go fly into this battle. I did like the whole battle that yeah, was going the on. Chocobos, if you played Final <laughs> Fantasy, right. Um, so I did like the whole battle that happened uh, because this, the Sith kind of took over, uh, and then there's all of a sudden these Leviathans. Like they were losing the the Sith were losing the battle, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he led them into this volcano area, Where and they thought they yeah. had them trapped. Where and he all had s- these guys, he had creatures these, there. Yeah. yeah, all of a sudden these Leviathan are raised, which are evidently like dark side type creatures. Yeah, they, looks like they could kill everything. So that was cool. Like I said, it was a borrow for me. It's not something I would tell people, hey, let's go out and buy this, but if yeah. you know someone that has it, it's worth a read. Yeah. It's some decent art and everything else. It's, so. it's decent art, yeah. Uh, Darth Maul Death Sentence. Uh, buy. And that's issue 404. 404. I gave this a low buy. It's I, I, not as strong as the other ones have been. I like it. I, I like the story. I, it I like wrapped the up thing. a little too quick. Wrapped up quick, I'll give you that. It should have been another issue. I, I agree. Basically, one of the strong points in this one for me is we, we characters that I know and characters that I like. Yeah, mm-hmm. Darth Maul, sure. Savage Press, Obi Wan Kenobi, and your two hundred twelfth and Commander Cody. But here's the thing: I'll give you. Here's the thing: I'll, I'll, I'm going to tell you though. Before the new movies came out, you didn't know anything about a Darth Maul. That was a new character. So it is possible for new characters to attract you if they're written well and created well. Well, I'm not a giant hater of the prequels, like many people out there. <laughs> I understand that, but what I'm saying is it's possible to introduce new characters to you and have you like them if they were written and drawn well. Sure. Or they're just giant badasses. They And and some of the other books that we were talking about, they weren't done well. Darth Maul is not really <laughs> written well. He gets killed way too early in my opinion. Well, he's a giant badass. <laughs> sure, but now they're doing good stuff with him. Like, yes. these stories are written well. Yes, if... The, if You could write a bad Darth Maul you story. You could have Darth Maul in episode 7. Yeah. Technically, he's still alive right now. I as guess far as we know, roboted half. You know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Sith. Um, but this wrapped up pretty quick. Like, of course, <coughs> everyone is saved. The one Jedi does die. Yeah, uh, um, she is killed by. Savage Press comes Savage out. Press of the comes carbonite, out. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the the lizard Jedi sacrifices himself to save everyone. Yeah. Uh, he holds up the blast door while the the multiple suns are coming up. Yeah. And the three sons, yeah. Everybody at the end, everybody uh, gets away. You know, Obi Kenobi, Obi Kenobi, Obi Kenobi. <laughs> it's like uh, Dar- Darth Maul Sa- and Obi Kenobi. Yeah. Darth Maul and Savage Press es- escape. They yeah. do. They do get the guy that they went there for. Yeah. And they release him out into space. So he dies. Yeah, he dies. So hey, again, Kenobi, Cody, they're they're <laughs> all there. Right. Kenobi, Cody. Uh, Star Wars: Agent of the Empire, number one. Uh, the Hard Targets, number part one. This was uh, a buy for me, a solid buy, my number one buy of all the books that we had. I can understand it. it was a buy for me as well. <coughs> um, not, I would say maybe not as strong of art as The Last Agent of the Empire, but still good. Very good, yeah. Still I, good. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, still very good art. Um, it opens up with him actually battling Boba Fett, which was a good yeah. way to open. Yeah, okay. Yeah, um, Boba Fett battle, I'm all there. And his whole plan was just to delay, delay Boba him Fett a little bit, anyways. Yeah. Uh, we have Princess Leia showing up yeah, in this Bail issue. Organa. Yep. Uh, we find out that there's a new Dooku. <clears throat> there's a yeah. There's evidently a uh, relative of Count Dooku yeah. who is taken over. Not taken over. He's he's now like the ambassador of this one planet. Yeah. Who Bail Organa's they trying to get him to the title of Count. Right. Yeah. And Bail Organa's trying to get him to side with the rebels. Like, yeah. The rebel side. Uh, when and it, he doesn't want to. Yeah. So when is up happening is uh, a Mandalorian clothed. Uh, individual assassin. assassin shoots this Count Dooku and kills him and kills him 
Uh, this and they go after. Well, his bodyguard chases. His personal <clears throat> yeah. bodyguard chases the Mandalorian, and he escapes. And we find out that it's actually Johan Cross, yeah, who was disguising himself, disguising himself as a Mandalorian. He finds out uh, later that the guy that he just killed may have been innocent, may not have been planning against the Empire yeah, like he, he thought. He may have been an innocent man, and he questions it. He questions his with his, his superior, superior, and his superior is like. You basically, Shut your mouth. <laughs> you don't. Yeah, you don't question my you orders. Question are orders, we yeah. are we clear? And he's like perfectly, but I don't think he's totally yeah. comfortable with that yet. Yeah. So, like I mentioned, to you, I hope that Jahan it doesn't turn total like rebel, but I it doesn't be all goody two shoes. But I don't but, want. Yeah. But I do want him to question his orders. I think it'll Maybe make for he more becomes drama. Like his own character, and he's all yeah. on solo or something. Yeah. I don't know. That'd be cool. Cool. Yeah. All right. We had uh, two issues of Regeneration <laughs> Transformers Regeneration One. It was issues eighty three and eighty four. I, I would buy both of those. I'm, I'm kind of like enjoying that. One. I am really digging these that's, issues. That's my uh, favorite Star Wars book right now. You mean Transformers? I mean Transformers. Okay. <laughs> it's your favorite Star Wars book? And they're not even in it. Yeah, it's, it's great. Um, I love the art. It's uh, very old school Transformer art. It's Andrew Wildman. So yeah. it's very good. So there it is. That we, explains it. We find out that uh, this Circuit Smasher guy is actually Spike. Spike, yeah. Um, we find out what happened after the trans- after the Autobots left that... You know, uh, Megatron took over, and we find out everything that happened there. They make a plan to go and uh, get to the Ark, uh, which was left behind. ship, yeah. The ship. Uh, and so they plan an attack there. So that's what happened in uh, issue 83. Issue 84 is is that attack. Uh, they find out the cup was basically infected by yeah. some type of technovirus by Megatron. <laughs> he always gets infected. Megatron uh, loves the fact of Autobots showing up because you can take down more of them. You can take them down, take them out, yeah. Uh, the wreckers are, Springer is, uh, all the wreckers are basically defeated and Springer yeah. is taken down by Megatron. Megatron's just about to shoot him when Optimus Prime shows up. Yeah. At the very end. Uh, in the I meantime, Hot Rod is having these dream sequences ever since Optimus left yeah, about yeah. fighting something. He's like contemplating the world or something. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's fucking Hot Rod. You know what he gives a <laughs> shit. Um, Sorry. But the thing I love <laughs> is at the very end of this is Starscream, who is being controlled by Megatron, tells Cup that they need to kill Ratchet. Evidently, Ratchet's really suffering. Yeah. Um, and to the point where even Starscream feels bad for him. Yeah. And we see in the next issue that it's going to be an epic battle between Optimus Prime and Megatron, and it says one will fall. Yeah. It ain't gonna can't, be, I can't, can't wait be, for that one. Can't be Optimus again. again. Not again. again. <laughs> Not again. I will fucking leave this franchise forever. Uh, then we have uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, number 15. Uh, bye. This one was a high borrow for me. You son of a bitch. What? I really felt like there wasn't a lot that happened in this issue. They <laughs> fought Slash. They have and a new base. They a new found home. a new home. But I think if that's I, critical for the base right. operation. But I said to you, if I read issue sixteen and found out, oh, they're in a church now, I'd be like, underneath it. Okay, that must a bomb shelter. Yeah. Okay, that must have happened in the last issue. I don't really feel like I would have missed a whole lot. Slash, who basically is tracking them down, he tracks them all the way back to to their new location. Yeah. Uh, we find out Splinter likes to watch soap operas. That's funny. The dialogue <laughs> back between him and, and Casey, Jones. Casey Jones. That was yeah. funny. Sure. I said it was a high borrow. And you, just, you get a good uh, sense of uh, what he's capable of, what Slash is capable of, because of the tracking on him. Yeah. He's heightened senses. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know the smell on a turtle, but yeah. fuck. Sla- <laughs> Slash took out all of the... All of them. All of them, except for he has uh, Leonardo up against a wall, and Michelangelo is all that's left. Looking at him with a flashlight. 
So I, I would say high borrow in the sense that like if you know anyone that's buying the turtles and you're not buying them, I would recommend going to them and saying, "Hey, can I borrow that issue to read it?" But it's not to me as strong as the some of the past issues have been. No, no, it's not. So I'll give you that. It's not as strong as what we've had in the past. So, last two issues we have here. We have uh, He Man Masters of the Universe number three. Bye. I gave this a buy. Solid. Still, I still feel like this is not a good intro for anyone that's not familiar with He-Man. You are right. <laughs> uh, in this, we have Skeletor having dinner with the with the sorceress, which I thought was super sick and awesome at and the same creepy time. Creepy, yeah, sexy as hell. Very creepy. We have. I like the art in this book. I'm not gonna lie. I do I like it. I do too. It's basic comic art. Yeah. It is basic comic art, but it's done well. Yes. Um, we have Merman attacks. Uh, a boat that yeah, it's. That I we think have it, it kind of looks like it kind of looks like um, Seahawk is if you know filmation yeah, and you know Shira, uh, it, it looks like Seahawk, which is a Princess of Power character, is the yeah. captain of that boat. Yeah, I can't for certainly say it's him. Yep. It might not be him, but, but that's how I like read him. it. That's how I read it. I don't really personally don't really care for the look of if Merman. If you take the beard off Seahawk, it kind of yeah. looks like him. I don't really care for the look of Merman with the tail and everything. Yes. I understand it, but right. I could do without the tail. Other than that, he looks pretty cool. He looks kind of fuzzy around the face too. So he take yeah. he he shows how powerful he is. He calls upon the sea to take out the boat, uh, and they're actually all the boat sinks, and Adam and Tila are washing uh, like. Limping, away, limping away on, on underwater. Yeah, so. but the two things that uh, in this one also, Merman <coughs> calls him Adam a couple times and calls him He Man. He Man. So it almost makes it seem like they know that he. Yeah, I think Adam. I think all the the villains know what Skeletor did, and yeah. I think they all are okay with yeah. what they did. And I think uh, he's using all these villains on a stopgap because He Man's going to make his way to Grayskull. Right. So he's trying to use all his evil henchmen. Right. Before he gets to... I kind of liked how this issue ended also because it reminded me of like an Empire Strikes Back ending where it's like the, the bad, bad guy is actually winning. Yeah. So, and that's, um, the, that's the middle three. That's the middle yep. one because yep. there's five, yeah. Yep. Now we have Masters of the Universe Origin of Skeletor. One shot that came out on Halloween. Yep. Why? I really enjoyed it. I gave this a low borrow. I really enjoyed that issue. I liked the story overall. I really didn't like the art at all. I did. I didn't like the art at all. And I really hated what they did with Hordak. Hordak looks like mega, uh, Bay movie Form- Megatron. Movie Megatron. Bayformer Megatron. And you were like... In that no, one picture. You, in no, that one multiple picture. pictures. All, every time they show Hordak, that's what he looks well, like. Well, let's, let's, let's do the story. Because you're not going to do it justice. No, I like the story. I, I thought the story was okay. We open up on a disfigured Keldor. Right. And basically what it, he's doing is he's wandering walks around his origin. and he needs help. Yeah. And it's it's you like get, him having flashbacks. Yeah, you of get what these happened. glimpses of what happened. It's almost it's like, like he's him walking as through as a child playing with yeah. Randall. It's almost like he's walking through ghosts of his past. Exactly. Through memories of his past. Right. Yeah. But like I said, it was funny because I said to you, I was like, Hordak looked like uh Bayformer Megatron, you're like, I don't I don't think so, I don't see see it. And I sent you a picture at work of both of them, and you're like, Okay, now I see it. Right, yeah, now, <laughs> you put them together, yeah, now I see it. I think it was this picture here or something yeah. like that that you put from the side profile. Yeah. Listeners can't tell what picture I'm... Well, it's a side to. profile on the bottom here. Yeah. But that's side. how he looks through the whole thing. Yeah. Um, like I said, it was a decent story. It wasn't so much the story. as just I, the art was really taking me out of it because I really didn't care yeah, for the art Skeletor at all. Skeletor walking around now can see himself as a little boy. Right. And it's just like 
he in his mind is mind images, or and it shows it shows the conflict between him and Rander all along. And Rander really wanted to give Keldor his credit, his just yeah, due, all the but credit, his father, his father Miro, who's an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> well, he wouldn't do that because he knows right he, that's his son with his wife, and that's right. his and that's his illegitimate. illegitimate son, right? Yeah. So who cannot be king? So even though he's older, yeah. So just he's for me personally, I, I think you could, especially if you know. Keldor's origin and Skeletor's origin, I think you could really just do without the issue. I, I just don't feel like it's one you need to go out and get. I don't And even after Keldor had his face <clears throat> burned off, Randor said, it's not too late, brother. You know, can you forgive me? Blah, blah, blah. I should and have been there for No you. offense, but I think they could put crap on a cracker and put Masters of the Universe in the comic and you would say, it's a buy. Right. <laughs> I well, think, and at the end of it, what I happens think, is Skeletor, Keldor, stabs Randor. Right. And he's like, farewell, brother, we'll meet again. Right. I think... I and think, then he yells up, no! I think that you sometimes go into comics with the mindset that you're going to like it or not like it right away. You're right. And that's wrong. Because <laughs> I have an idea you have to, of what's you going have, to happen in you here. You have to base hey, the it origin on, of Skeletor. Hey, I like Skeletor. I might like this. Right. Let me try But you have to base it on the actual material. <laughs> and I don't think the material was that strong in this. That last picture of him as Skeletor. I like that last that's picture. That's just I like, awesome. I like that last picture. I don't like the rest of the art and the rest of the book. <laughs> I didn't, Nothing else. I didn't you don't think, like any. I don't of it? think it was that strong. This you don't is like any of it. Though? This is a one. Okay, let me put it to you this way. This is a one shot that is the origin of Skeletor. Oh, they didn't bring your A game. Believe me, no. that's what I'm saying. You should be bringing your top game for something that you want to catch people's eye and go, "Hey, I remember Skeletor when I was a kid. I never knew his origin. Let me go ahead and pick up this book." Yeah, but if you're buying it, and it's a one shot, you don't have to buy anything else, and it's two ninety nine. It, it's worth your two ninety nine. I don't think it's worth your two ninety nine at all. I do. I think it's worth if you if you know someone and it's laying there, go ahead, pick it up and flip through it, and you'll get the gist of it. I don't. It was almost a snarf for me. Wow! But I thought the story was strong enough. The hatred in you flows. No, I think the story you just was, hate masters. I don't. So I much. just gave the last book a buy. <laughs> I just thought that this you was not. I thought this was not their A game. I really thought it wasn't their A game. So I've seen better. Don't get me wrong. I've well, then, how do you give it a buy? Then you shut your mouth. <laughs> Sorry for calling you out. Don't you judge the, me. The last book that uh, we didn't have here, but I wanted to mention uh, Transformers Botcon issue, which was the Shattered Glass story. Do you remember what you gave that? Yeah, I, I actually like that a lot. I, I gave it uh, a borrow. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it a low borrow. Yeah, I gave it a borrow um, because I liked the art. I thought the art was really good. Right. Um, but it relied too much on you knowing a previous botcon issue. Yeah, it, which was it's not really a one shot or no. Thing. It's not if like you a have Joe the one. other. Yeah, if you have the other issue from past botcon, which if you do, let me of, know because Ryan may want to borrow it I or buy buy it. Because here's the thing: it relied on issue number three of botcon, and issue number three of botcon botcon is the hardest issue to get. I can get all the other botcon issues. I can't get number three. I can't find it. No one's selling it. I can't find it at all. And I would love to have it, but I can't find it. And it actually references in this book, this yeah, comic, the previous to look at issue number three. I'm like, I can't look at issue number three. You haven't even made it available digitally for me. Ah, <laughs> oh, bad move, Hasbro. So so I was a little bit lost with it. It was it was an okay story, but there was definitely a lot of points where I was like, I don't know what's happening. Because you're referencing a book I haven't read. Yeah. And these books only come out once a year. So that means, like... 
four years ago <laughs> this book came out. Hello. <laughs> so, um, so it was a low borrow for me. Like, it's worth looking at for the pictures. I, I, yeah, and, I gave it a borrow because and, of that. And kind of seeing the some of the stuff that's inside and, of it. Yeah. yeah, and kind of seeing the other versions of these characters. Right, so. Right. So that was everything. We got yeah, through the yeah. issues. A lot of people we, like the shattered glass stuff. When the I love it. It's a big subset, subline of Transformers. I love the uh, the idea behind it, and I would love actually maybe even a, a comic mini series about it. I yeah, where the cool. uh, you know Autobots are bad and yeah. the Decepticons are gay, and they actually have almost opposite personalities too. That was the one thing I liked. Also, it wasn't just like different colors. They were different colors. Up, yeah. Like you had Soundwave almost acting like Jazz because he actually had like a big personality and was. I was like, this is Soundwave, like. Yeah. So I kind of like that too, how they totally flipped their personalities from being the opposite of what they were. So flipped the script. So, so uh, IDW, if you're listening, do a shattered glass miniseries. Yeah, why not? It'll probably sell. Yeah. So that's everything. Did you have anything else you wanted to throw out there? Last chance for Toys for Tots. Yeah, please, guys. Uh, seriously, a last chance for Toys for Tots. Let's get those donations in and let's surpass even double what we did the right. year before. It'd be great. Uh, we'll. Go shopping, take pictures of the toys, yep. post them on the, the site and on Facebook. Yep. Uh, a lot of kids will benefit from it, so that's really good. Next episode might be a behind-the-scenes episode, because uh, I have a lot of material for that. And then after that, we're supposed to get together possibly with Slick McFavorite and, and Mrs. Mrs. McFavorite from, from Open Your, your toys. toys. And we're going to talk about Christmas memories and these properties as toys and everything. Just talk. We're going to toy geek out. Yeah, and that'll be on, um, if you haven't checked out their podcast, it's uh, Open Your Toys uh, podcast, yep. OpenYourToys.com. And then on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, probably Christmas Eve, uh, there will be we'll be having our movie commentary of the uh, He-Man Christmas special. Yes, the He-Man filmation cartoon. A lot of He-Man love on Christmas that yep. day. Yep. So look forward to that. Yep. Hey, uh, check me out on my new podcast, GuysWithToysPodcast.com. and make sure you check out our sponsor, which is the Punisher Body Count Podcast. Uh, again, great, great couple guys there. So it's well worth listening to. Uh, with that, let me go ahead and get our information out. Uh, you can find us at starjoes.com. You can find us at the forumforgeeks.com. You can communicate with us every day. We're getting more and more people signing up and joining in the conversation. I absolutely love it. Um, you can email us at starjoespodcast at gmail.com. You can leave us a voicemail. It's 440-941-JOES, J-O-E-S. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. Actually, that's one thing I want to mention. It's at starjoespodcast. Uh, is the Twitter, Twitter account. Feed, yeah. uh, what I've been doing on there, just to kind of give a reason for you guys to follow or just something extra to follow, besides just, hey, a new episode's out or me responding to what some people ask, any comics I read that are not related to the show, I've been giving a little review on Twitter. So if I read it... I think we'll get more followers if you put porn on it. But... <laughs> <laughs> if I read it, if it's anything, anything outside of what I read for the show... If I read it, I put a little review. I do not give any spoilers. Yeah. I just basically say, hey, good art, good story. I like what they do with this character. Or I like what they did with this. I don't spoil anything. And then I give it a rating of one through five. If you take provocative pictures of your junk and put it on... No, I don't, I'm not going to do that. that. We might get a nice um, audience or something. So, like I said, so you'll kind of get, get to see what I've been reading. <laughs> Glossed right over that. Yeah. You'll kind of get to see what I've been reading. So hopefully it gives you a little bit more reason to follow us. Uh, I will also respond to anything that you ask on Twitter or comment on Twitter. Uh, so feel free to, to contact me on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> Tweet me. On Facebook, Chuck basically follows most of the Facebook stuff, so you'll be able to communicate with him. I'm on there as well, yeah. uh, but Chuck does a lot more on Facebook than I do. Ryan trolls us. So there's, yeah, I do. <laughs> so there's uh, Star Joe's, there's a profile page and a fan page. 
Uh, you can find us on Stitcher Radio. It's a free app. Yeah, hey, and you guys got anything to promote? You want to promote it on the Star Wars? Stop I mean Star the the Star Joe's Facebook page. Yeah, go ahead and post it. We've Absolutely. had some people post yeah. stuff on there. You don't have to ask; just do it. Yeah, just go ahead and post away. Permission granted. No but, porn. Yeah, no porn. I will delete it. Yes, I have a wife. <laughs> Not only that, but Facebook has rules. It's in bad taste. Um, Unless she's fucking hot. <laughs> no, no if. <laughs> yeah, if she's no, fucking hot. No. 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 Yeah. no. <laughs> Until Ryan catches don't, it. Don't get us caught. Don't get us busted on Facebook. Well, it's not us posting it. It's someone else. Doesn't matter. Stuff. All right, no porn. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> so uh, follow us on. You can find us on Stitcher Radio. It's a free app for your mobile devices, and you can make us one of your favorites to listen to on there. Yeah, Stitcher Radio, the smarter way to listen. Please leave us an iTunes review. We haven't had one in since like July. Yeah, it's been since the summer. Yeah. So please leave us an iTunes review, even if that's not how you. We will be us. your very best friend. Even if you don't download us through iTunes, if you Forever. have an iTunes account, just Forever. Give, us, and, give us a review. And that's a mighty long time. But I'm here to tell you. Wow. Prince. I know. All I right. know where it was from. All right. I'm just letting you know. So, I think, is that everything? Uh, find us on GeekCast Radio Network. Oh, we're part of the GCN, baby. Yeah, GCRN. That for life. <laughs> it's tired. I'm tired. I understand. I woke up way early. I, sp- I was up late last night doing these fucking uh, work for this show. And You're going to complain about our listeners. And reading. You're complaining about our listeners. And reading. Okay. <laughs> I had to read some of these books. Send Chuck them. even more feedback. Please. So, so he has it for next time. Ah, yeah. Lord. That's all so, I need. I'm proud of you, though. I'm thank proud you. Of you. Thank so. you. I'm proud of me, too. All right. We're going to go ahead and close it by saying... It going to happen again. By saying the Force will be with you. Because knowing us is half the battle. Take care, everyone. Later. Eleven, twelve.